I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Everybody put three fingers in the air. The sky's falling, the wind is calling, stand for something or die in the morning. Section 80, high power. Visions of Martin Luther staring at me Malcolm X put a hex on my future, someone catch me I'm falling victim to a revolutionary song The Serengeti's clone Back to put you back, stab us back on your spinal bone You slit your dish when I slit you my dish You wanted to diss but jumped on my dick Grown Man never should bite their tongue Unless you eating pussy that smell like it's a stale plum I got my finger on the motherfucking pistol Aiming it at the pig Charlotte's web is gonna miss you My issue isn't televising You ain't gotta tell the wise how to sound beat Because our life's an instrumental This is physical and mental I won't sugarcoat it You'll die from diabetes if these other niggas wrote it And everything on TV just a figment of imagination I don't want no plastic nations Red that like a Haitian Why you motherfuckers waiting? I'll be off the slave ship, building pyramids, writing my own hieroglyphs. Just call it shit high power. Nigga, nothing less than high power. Five star dishes, food for thought, bitches. I mean, this shit is Huey Newton going stupid, you can't resist his high power. Throw your hands up for high power. Visions of Martin Luther staring at me If I see it, how he seen it, that will make my parents happy Sorry mama, I can't turn the other cheek They wanna knock me off the edge like a fucking widow's peak, uh And she always told me pray for the weak, uh Them demons got me, I ain't prayed in some weeks, uh Dear Lord, come save me, the devil's working on He probably clocking double shifts on all of his jobs Frightening, so fucking frightening Enough to drive a man insane I need a license to kill I'm standing on a field full of landmines Doing the moonwalk Hoping I blow up in time Cause 2012 might not be a fucking legend Trying to be a fucking legend I don't get many compliments But I am confident Used to have a complex about getting too complex You got me willing to try Look me in the eye My head is still in the sky Since you walked on by <sighs> I'm feeling high, got my imagination flickering like hot flames. It's how it seems. You make me want to ride the cold train to a love supreme. My brown lady creates environments for happy brown babies. I know it sounds crazy. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a Sunday night NBA playoff edition of the Black Gal Tips. Yes, we are. Obviously. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, we picked this game, uh, I mean, this, this time slot because it starts before the Memphis and the Clippers game, which I need to see. Yes. Um, but we have a couple people on the podcast that you may know, you may not know. They haven't been on our show before, but, um, if you listen to all these other urban podcasts out there, different people in the Chitlin circuit, then maybe you've already heard of them. Karen says she found them through, uh, Stitcher. I did. So maybe you guys have already seen them. When uh, you go check out our show, it might say, hey, why don't you check out this show? Um, it's Casey Lehman and Chris Lehman from uh, the Black Is Online uh, podcast. Uh, what, what's going on, guys? 
What's going on, riding here? How's it going? <laughs> oh man, we're doing good, man. Um, this is actually uh the third couple. Yes, we've, we've been had on a couple the show. kick, boy. Yeah, we've, we've had uh three couples in a row on the podcast. Um, getting to learn about different uh people's shows. Yes, and what what all people are into. Um, now of course they can find you guys by going to blackisonline.com, Facebook Black Is Magazine, Twitter. At Black Is Online. Of course, that'll all be in the show notes. Yes. Um, they're on iTunes. They're on Stitcher. They just started a voicemail line where you guys can call in and give your opinion when you listen to that show. Uh, it's 323-455-4219. That's 323-455-4219. Um, and also, y'all get a little political with it. You, you got a site, uh, that I just, I'm just now hearing about sicklycat.com. <laughs> yes. Sickly Cat is our brother site. Um, Sickly Cat is a site about social and political commentary, talking about the things that are happening, uh, in our nation at the time. And it, it, they kind of run the gamut, but they do focus on how politics affects social interaction and social policy. And so it's really interesting. Um, it's refreshing because it's giving a really honest look at some things. And so, yeah, check them out. Check out Sickly Cat. They're going to be coming back with their podcast, um, getting closer to the election. And I, I anticipate the site getting really, really heated the closer we get into this election year and things start to get a little bit more heated between the parties. So, yeah. Sexy Cat is the business. Check them out. Well, I'm sure uh, black people have a lot to say about this upcoming election as it gets oh, closer okay. um, yes. to Obama and Romney, you know, duking it out in the primary. Well, yes. not even the primaries anymore, just in the straight up uh, campaign time, man. It's, yes. It's go time. Time for the ads to start hitting the television. Yes. It's, it's about to get raw. Yeah. <laughs> they already they already dog whistling some of the racial stuff. I mean, it's going to get worse. Yeah. Um, and you also have birdpublicity.com. Um, yes. Bird, B-Y-R-D. What, what's going on with that? B-Y-R-D well, is the last name of my business partner. His name is John Calvin Bird III. Um, he is also the editor-in-chief of Sickly Cat. Uh, Bird and I grew up together, grew up in the same church, and we work together now um, with all of our companies. Um, and it's, it's a total family thing. Um, both our spouses are involved in our creative projects. And so Bird Publicity is a small uh, boutique PR firm that he and I started this year. And it's just a way to help so many artistic people that we know and creative people that we know get the word out, um, not only here in Los Angeles, but wherever we are connected with the different relationships we, we have been building with people over the years uh, through media and through communications and so yes check us out if you are in need of those needs as well so um all right now i i found you guys through your podcast uh uh black is um podcast um now what what how did you guys start that show like what made you what was the inspiration from it was it the fact that you had a magazine first like go tell us about the evolution of how you got to the podcast okay well the site was originally my hobby um, it was just something I came up with. I was at a job that I was bored with and <laughs> I was having a lot of time, too much time really to surf the net. And I didn't feel like there were a lot of black cultural sites specific to Los Angeles. And so I decided to make one. Um, I don't really have any knowledge about websites or anything at the time. And this was in 2007. I just, I felt like I had something to say. And so I just created a, a place in which to say it. Um, 
We started out as a monthly publication and decided to evolve into a blog. And then I took some time away from it, started my family and then we brought it back in 2010 and I was going at it blog style and then heard about podcasting. Uh, I, that's when, uh, Bird and I reconnected, um, cause we had grown up, but we hadn't talked in recent years. And so found out about Sickly Cat and they were podcasting. And so I went to him and said, Hey, I have this site. I'd like to expand and, and try this. And he turned me on to podcasting and it just, it grew from that point. I, I loved having the round table. Uh, the people that were participating were enjoying coming over. We felt like we were really building some really dynamic, having some really dynamic conversations talking about some important things. And so it became something that we were all interested in and invested in. And Chris participated, um, but Chris is so busy. He's, he works, um, as an accountant, has really, really long hours and he has his own things he's interested in, but he became interested in more into the site. It became less of a hobby and more of something like, Hey, something we can mm-hmm. build on. Um, when the podcast came into it. Yeah. And the funny thing is once she, she put them on iTunes and, you know, started doing them. You know, I started searching for other podcasts to listen to. And I think the first one I found that sparked me was uh, Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. Mm. And he was funny. And, and of course, because I'm a big music head, once I find something I like, you're like, all right, what else is there like that? And that's when I saw your guys' show. And I was Uh-oh. like, oh, okay. The black guy who does sound interesting. Cause, and of course, you know, listening to him and he likes to shout people out. So you're like, all right, well, let me see what's up and give it a try. And I found your guys. Like I who tips and that one was great and player hater. Yeah. And then you just start finding more and more and then you just start connecting with them and you start seeing like, wow, it's a lot of us out there and it's all different <laughs> types mm-hmm. of shows, whatever show you're interested in, you know, we have something for it. Yeah. So many different people, so many different perspectives. And Chris is like solely responsible for introducing me to all the other podcasting networks and shows to listen to. Um, which has been amazing. It's been so awesome because I've been tired of radio for, we've both been tired of radio for so long. We've been listening to music, like streaming music from the UK and other places. Um, and I don't even think we thought about talk radio very much, but podcasting coming around was just, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys weren't, uh, you know, listening to Steve Harvey every morning and, uh, Tom no. Drummer? No? Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no we had a period of time listening to him. And- and big boy, <laughs> kind of like yeah. But after a while, you're like, all right, this is silly. And for him, I don't listen to him during his little strawberry letters. And even then, after a while, it was like, is that fake? And yeah, like, what kind of? Where are these people? Yes, who like, are where, these where are these people? people that are this stupid but also know how to send an email? Exactly. <laughs> and why are you sending it to him? Right, you don't have that a friend. Sense at all whatsoever. I honestly don't think I've listened to. LA radio hardcore like that since probably early in the new millennium. I just, once you, once you got an MP3 player, it's done. Yeah. The only reason I still listen to radio is basically just to keep up what's going on. News. Well, yeah. um, Casey said something else that I thought was interesting. She said that she was like bored at work and then she started <laughs> this thing. And, um, I always feel like boredom is the precursor to inspiration. Yes. Because like it's, it's really like that's how my, our blog, the blog started, then the podcast, all that stuff. A lot of us just like, man, you know, I'm not really satisfied with what I'm doing. There has to be more to it. What, what do I really like? And then next thing you know, um, 
you start adding things on and you got a podcast or what, you know, whatever you're into. So, um, that, that was cool. And the other thing, um, you know, listening to your show, uh, you guys are like almost never the only two people on your show. Um, mm-hmm. how, how do you guys record all the, well, what I like to call the round table of illustrious Negroes. Like, how do y'all, <laughs> how did y'all find those people? And how do you sit down and actually set up a recording where you're getting everybody on, you know, on the microphone at the same time? Well, we have a really, I guess it's a, a fairly archaic method of recording, but I, I like the quality of it so much. I feel like we're just going to roll with it. We have a four microphone set up um, on a table in our dining room, in our house. And we might have as as low as four to five people to as many as... Yeah. 10? Yeah, 10 wow. or 12 people. There's And there's always one or two people that are just kind of sitting on the couch that's in the room and not talking, just listening. Um, or they'll move in and out of the conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's all about um, what I found. Because we used to record with uh, one microphone. Mm-hmm. It was a USB blue snowball microphone. We still have it over here. Yes. Um, but we would just plug it in and it picks up everything in the room. Yes, it does. Yeah. So we would just have like, you know, random guests on and, um, you know, I'm sure our sound quality wasn't as good as it is now, but the quality of the show and the vibe that we created was always great. Um, and we tre- really tried to create like a, um, you know, sitting down and having maybe dinner hors d'oeuvres or something and, and just talking to your friends. Yeah. Type of, type of environment. And, um, I, I kind of get that from you guys. Um, yeah. It's, I, yeah. Go ahead. Ken. I do too. And I, and I, and, I, and maybe this is just something I've always wanted to know. Uh, when y'all have guests on does everybody have to be there or have you ever Skyped anybody into y'all conversation and just had them join into? No, we actually want to do that. Our struggle is figuring out the technology on how to do that. If you guys know something that we don't, please share because we've been wanting to do that for a while. We have so many people who want to participate, but who are just in other locations. Mm. Um, and we would, we really want yeah. to do that. Yeah. Okay. And it came off good because the way it is almost, we had a lot of people, friends of ours who like, we always like to have, you know, throw parties. But, you know, what if you just want to get, sit around and just talk and actually talk about some real stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, have like, suppose like some black intellectual conversations, but actually, you know, make it fun. Right. And, just, <laughs> and, and focus. Right. Yes. And it just so happened that we started thinking about that. And then we started doing the podcast. And so people come around and just enjoy throwing the topic out and let's just talk about it. Yeah. And it's a cool mix of, you know, married and single people. So there's a small little social thing happening, I hope. Um, and just, you know, good camaraderie. The thing about LA is it's a big place, but it's a small place too. The black community is very small. So, so many of us know each other, but don't know each other. Like, you know, that person, cause you guys went to the same high school and maybe even rode the same bus, but you were never friends, but you know, each other well enough to enjoy having these conversations and we can challenge each other, um, in a really, peaceful like dynamic way there's never any static you know what i'm saying you can walk yeah. away just respecting one another because you ha- you do respect these people um yeah i noticed that um it, like yeah. especially uh 
one of my favorite episodes that you guys did where you talked about like uh homosexuality and yes. the black community and stuff um where there were actually people who were you know vehemently disagreeing right. but it never really got to the chippy like name calling no. or that that level of dismissiveness where you're just like oh my god like are they gonna throw a chair at each other or something yes right. like it was yeah. it was completely um civil um and and it was also uh you know kind of a um eye opening conversation. I had my people that I that I agreed with, the people that I disagreed with and stuff. And I was in the car rooting for and against different arguments. <laughs> but um at the same time though, it just it was a uh, really it was also really cool to hear people that um you know typically I don't think we like when people are on two sides of issues now in America. We don't really have uh to interact if we don't want to like we can just say yeah i'm gonna hang out with the people that believe this thing and i'm just staying over here forever and then it's like well there's a whole bunch of people over here that believe this other thing and you don't have to ever interact with them so you can kind of stay in your bubble right. and uh, i enjoyed that you guys kind of get everyone out of their bubble a little bit and um have some conversations man it was, it was really awesome yes and i enjoyed that episode and uh, another episode that particularly i enjoyed was the one that you did where you had the person on i don't remember their name where you were talking about debt i, I think it was credit or debt or something oh, like that yeah. yes uh, which was financial. really in- financial which was really interesting because it made me sit back and challenge myself and think about you know how does this apply to me mm-hmm. you know maybe there's things that i could change the things i need to look into and that's what i do like about it because it's from a different perspective because I- i'm like y'all you get tired of getting spoon-fed the same same old, same old generic thing over and over and over again. Sometimes you want to hear a new, a different voice and perspective on things. And uh, that's what I really do like and enjoy about your podcast. Yeah, well, we got, uh, when we finished listening to that episode, we both started selling drugs. And now <laughs> we, uh, we we got a lot of, uh, got a lot of liquid uh, liquidity coming into the household. So. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black business. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, can you give us like a couple of the people? that uh you know people can check for on your show um uh like routine uh guests that come through right we definitely have regular people that come through um i think if we have veterans at this point a veteran member will be toria williams um toria is a la native she will tell you proudly and loudly she is from watts los angeles california um and toria she's just a brilliant woman she's an educator um and she brings to me a little spice and sass. We also started a, a vlog series, a video log series for Toria on the site called Tea Time with Toria because she has a really smart perspective, mm-hmm. we believe, as a single black woman. You know, there's a lot of commentary out there right now about single black women, a lot of opinions and a lot of attitudes. Mm-hmm. And I just, just I, she's so smart to me. She's um, just sharp. And on her game, a good woman. So, Toria. And then there is John Wood. Um, yeah, I like, I like, I like the way John talks. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes the way John talks. Yeah. He has a great voice. Um, John Wood found us. Um, we have ads that we put out every now and again for interns to come work for the site. And he found us that way and started, uh, submitting articles for publishing. And, talked to me you know hit me up one day and was like yeah i've been listening to the podcast i really like to come through and participate and the rest is history he came through that first time and blew our minds and (laughs) every time he comes he blows our minds and he's 
what I love about John, what we both do is he's a young man. You know, John's 25 years old, but he is definitely an old soul. Yeah. He talks like he's like Eight. 70. Yes. <laughs> in, in a good way though. Not like, not you in know, a bad way. Yeah. I just right. mean like he sounds, uh, why is it, wisdom beyond his years? Exactly. It's like he's been here before. So he just, he's, he's fun to have at the table. Yeah. He always brings a different perspective every time. And, you know, he's always willing to share and be open, which is always cool. And he's, yeah. he might disagree with you and not see it the same way, but he's not, it's not mean. He's just like, oh, okay, well, you just see it that way and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard for people to be open. I find it like 25 and stuff because, um, well, no, I take it back. It's easy to be open, but you know, it takes a while. It takes life experience to kind of get smart. And yes. as far, as far as, just, and by smart, I don't mean it in a condescending way. I just mm-hmm. mean like, when I was 25, I would look, if I could find 25 year old me, I'd be like, yeah, dog, you, you got a lot to learn. And I'm sure, I'm sure most people would, you know, yes. but it's also with 25, you know, you also feel like you need, everyone needs to hear your opinion. So, right. so it's kind of like you're loud and you don't know how much you don't know. And I'm sure when I'm, you know, 38, when I'm 40, when I'm 50, I'll look at me at 33 and go, I mean, what the fuck were you talking about? But, um, I, I enjoyed this, the different ranges of blackness on your show. Uh, now have y'all ever, uh, had any white guests on the show? No. And you know what? I, I don't know if we ever will. I can, I can say that pretty clear today. Um, and I think that's kind of part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be something different, but we we've thought about that. You know, it's just we're not sure. It's mm-hmm. not like I we mean, want to bring someone because then we don't want to make them feel awkward mm-hmm. because you know some of the we talk about everything. We usually do a few that night, so we you know some are open to everything and some are strictly from a black perspective Mm -hmm. yeah some are general topics but if i'm just very honest i feel like we live in america we get so much information from the white perspective i really just like to have a conversation with people of color now saying that i could see black is eventually growing out and talking to other people of color like right now we're trying to establish more uh conversation and relationships with people abroad, across mm-hmm. the diaspora, other people that identify with the term black in some form in regards to race, culture, and identity. Um, but people who live in the UK, people who live in Dominican Republic, people just in different areas and talk to them about their experience and how that word has affected their experience, if it has had any effect on them at all. Um, for me, that's the, that's the center of the site. Okay. Uh, have you ever thought about doing like maybe a April Fool's episode where you have nothing but white guests on? <laughs> and you just don't tell anybody to the very end. You know, you just have everybody listening like, why the fuck do they keep having these weird ass opinions? <laughs> no black people think like this. And then the end, you just go, April Fool's, all these people is white. Now get out of my house. <laughs> you know what I would do? That What I would love to play around with, with that idea, Rod, I would, I would call Mr. Player Hater and ask him if I could take the hater tour and we call into nothing but white. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know. <laughs> that Mr. Player Hater, man. I, I, I love his podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts. It's uh, uh, terrifically uh, just edited. Yes, and, it is. Um, you can tell that brother puts in some hard work. Yes, he does. But man, I don't know where he finds those call- shows to call in for Me too. Me either. Right. Like, I don't know if he was already on those, like listening to those shows, shows and then he right. started 
started a show or if like i just want to know like how did he get that idea because man every time i see that i'm just like dude where did you find this guy and it's just exactly. a people it's, are stressful to listen to yeah. there's so much craziness he going lets on them talk he just <laughs> yes and, then they, and they do all the talking there's an endless supply of them too because yes, like it is. he, it's not like he's repeating like like okay yeah. well i called into that same show it's always like and then i called into this new show and, and the new show is you know white people need to do this and the black man i'm tired of niggas and you're like whoa whoa where, where did you come from <laughs> obama is nothing but a cia plant <laughs> um, all right man well um oh, can i mention one yeah, more person sure. as a regular mm-hmm. so we started talking about um the fact that we're trying to reach out and expand the idea of going global in our thought there's another member to the podcast and his brother's name is malcolm darrell uh malcolm is yet another la kid uh he is an independent theater theater producer um really brilliant man and so we're trying to do some things in regards to enriching the culture of the site itself um it's funny i feel like the podcast gives us so much but wanting to just add so much more to it i think we're trying to evolve and move a little bit away from print and get more into media it's mm-hmm. like that's where society is going. People don't read like they used to, unfortunately. Oh yeah, I hate reading. Oh yeah. God, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Like Can exactly. we sum this up in a two-hour movie, please? Yes. <laughs> so we're trying to make things definitely, you know, trying to audio visualize everything as much as possible, and he's a very integral part of that experience, and so he's part of the family that I would love everybody to pay attention to as well. Malcolm wow. Daryl. All right, cool, man. Um. Now, um, Chris, man, you pretty much have no online presence, um, compared <laughs> to your wife. Um, and, and I always see this on Twitter and stuff where people will be like, I wouldn't date a man that had Twitter or vice versa. You know, I, I'm, you know, you see people tweeting or on Facebook. I don't want a woman that's on Facebook and I'm, while I'm on Facebook, is that ever an issue in you guys' household? Is that even a thing to you guys to even think about that stuff? No, I don't. I mean, it's not like I don't hate this. I don't hate. Uh, the social media and I'm, I never put it off because I figured at some point I would. It's just part of it feels like as soon as I'm like, okay, cause sometimes I'm slow on a new technology. Mm-hmm. I don't rush to out and get the new stuff or jump on it. So by the time I'm ready, like, oh, something's new. You're like, okay, maybe I'm ready for MySpace. Oh, Facebook is popping. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't want to get on MySpace then. All right. Facebook seems cool. Am I ready? Oh, Twitter? What's, what's Twitter? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, all right, well, if I'm ready to get on Twitter, is something new going to pop up? Now I want to be like, you still on that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you about to start a MySpace account like in two weeks or something. <laughs> yes. Right. Now you, um, now because I, whenever I read that online, I'm always like, uh, why wouldn't you want your significant other on? Now, uh, Casey, is it a, is it a thing for you at all? Or is it like, do you like not having them on? Do you want them to be on? Is it just indifference? Like, what's going on with that? I'd like to see him on more. Um, but Chris just, look, Chris just start G-chatting. He used to chat. But he just got to Google and just started G-chatting. So I'm happy to have him there. Mm. Um, and that's just cause I miss him throughout the day. I would like to just be able to, but it's not like we don't talk. I just yeah. text them. Yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I do text. It's just nice when I get home and, you know, I, I'm the one who's running around and, you know, trying to make sure our uh, three-year-old son is all right because he wants a lot of attention. Yeah, because he he might be a guest in tonight's show too. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, also, Chris, you, now you, uh, 
you do, I don't know if you realize this because you're so kind of behind on the times, but yo, man, that's free porn out here on this internet, dude. It's uh, bread, like they just giving it away. Uh, I mean, social media, I'm aware of it. I'm not on, but yeah, I'm already on. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Just want to yeah. make sure. He's on yes. to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Each one teach one is what I say, you know, never leave a man behind. Um, all right. <laughs> Chris and I knew each other. We met when we were in junior high. Um, but we know each other a long time. He's always been a very, very just observant person. I feel like other things tend to stimulate him. It just, it, it doesn't bother me that he's not on it. I wish he was on it more, but. Yeah, I always wonder because, you know, when the, the people who I see who are like, I don't want nobody on Twitter. I'm always like, that's because your ass is always doing some shit. Like, right. that's what right. you're doing something you're not supposed to. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a want to thing. Like, you know, I want you to want to do the dishes type thing where um I don't mind. Like, I want you to be around. But, you know, if you don't want to be on Twitter. That's fine. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I, it's, it's good to want them there, even yeah. if they're not there. I, I will worry more about the people who are like, I don't want their ass on there. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? Have issues. That's right. <laughs> And don't, and don't and don't feel bad, Chris, because uh, as far as me, Roger go, Roger go. Like I was kind of like you, Roger was on this a long time ago. I was like, I got other shit I'm doing. Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now Karen's got a cult of napping and shit. It's, yes, I do. It's crazy. <laughs> um. All right, man. I have it up so much for marketing purposes, Twitter and Facebook that I think Chris be on. He's gonna be saying nothing. No, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I could. I just I don't like. <laughs> that's yours and i mean i'm sure i'm sure the more i probably do the podcast and if i hear more people saying how come you know you should get on we want to hear what you got to say then your pressure yeah then i'm sure i will <laughs> yeah that's what happens with a lot of people is you know your show gets popular and all of a sudden people be like well you know um kc don't agree with me what the fuck is chris i want to talk to chris <laughs> I, want, I want him is, to know how i feel what does he have to say about this you see what your woman is doing <laughs> they gonna get you on there, man. Um, especially with the voicemails and stuff, I'm sure people are gonna call and ask for you to be on there. Yes, they are. Um, now what you're listening to right now, because we haven't really introduced you that much, but it's the Blackout Tips podcast, and you can find us a bunch of places. TheBlackoutTips.com. You can go on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio. Search for the Blackout Tips. Um, while you're on our website, TheBlackoutTips.com. Uh, you can donate, you can subscribe, you can go to our store, you can follow our tumblers. Um, you can even donate your account to the show, um, by going to donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT. Um, and that, that really explains everything for, uh, what donate your account is right there. Um, you can also call the show 704-557-0186. Talk to us live on Saturday when we do our feedback show. Or you can uh, voicemail the show the rest of the week. Uh, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, you can also uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I am say that again. That S-N-D-A-T. And the show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Um, so uh, that's, that's all good. That's all the upfront stuff. Uh, also... We are on Google Plus. I forgot. We're the Blackout Tips. Uh, just search for the page on Google Plus. Add us to your circles. We add everybody, everybody back there and stuff. Um, this show is sponsored, Karen. Yes, I see. Not only is it sponsored, it is double sponsored. That's what I'm talking about. Means twice the money. Yes, sir. Today's podcast is sponsored by the audio play Love's Bitch. That's right. Um, love <laughs> is a bitch. <laughs> no, just loves bitch. Loves bitch. Love owns something. Love is all over this shit. <laughs> um, but uh, it's an audio play by Shadow Dog Productions. They still need fan support to keep it going. And there's no better spot to try out your first audio play 
Mm-hmm. In case you haven't checked any of the other ones out, why not make this one your first? It's only a dollar ninety nine. Um, it's hateful, and this is the way they describe it: it's hateful and funny. <laughs> so if you're a fan what, of, they punch you in the face and give you a hug at the same time. I don't know. But if you are a fan of hatefulness and funniness, then well, um, that's probably why you like our show. Yeah. So what they do? Smack you on the face and smack you on the ass. Um. Yeah. So check it out. It's shoutedoutproductions.com/lb.html. The link is already on the blackouttest.com. You can just click on sponsor and go straight to it. Um. You know, help us out, man. Help us out by supporting them. It only costs a dollar ninety nine, but um, look at it this way: you give them a dollar ninety nine, and they continue to give us money to keep doing shows. Yes. So um, do that, people. Um, now of course the other uh, the other thing that we have to promote is a little bit less hateful and less funny. It's actually kind of um, kind of sexy. Very sexy. Mm-hmm. And you know we can't um we can't do uh we can't do sexy without the music, Karen. Nope. Yeah, fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? I hope you are. Ladies, are you looking to be spiced up in the bedroom? <laughs> of course you are. Yes, by yourself or with somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Brian McKnight might want to teach you some things. Yes. <laughs> Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Nope. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time, you get 50% off of just about any item. Yes, sir. Any item. I'm talking about that thing with the gas power engine. Yes. The thing with the motorcycle handles. Yes. Don't you hear the music climaxing like you will? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not all, Karen. Nope. Mm-mm. When you select one item at 50% off, you also get, count them, three, one, two, three free adult DVDs. Yes, sir. These ain't no kids' DVDs. Mm. These are for adults only. Yes. So uh, you can use those to inspire yourself or inspire somebody else. Or maybe you have three different people you want to give gifts to, and you can inspire all of them separately. Yes, you can. Plus, you get a free extra gift that is so damn sensual. How sensual is it? I can't tell you how sensual it is. If I tell you on the radio, we have to stop the show, Karen. Uh-oh. Well, then don't say nothing. And to top it all off, they even got free shipping, Karen. Yes, sir. Now, that's just like stealing. <laughs> so you go to adamandeve.com today for this special offer. You get 50% off of one item. When you type in the code TBGWT and three free DVDs, a free extra gift that is so, oh, oh, yes. God. Uh, Just thinking about it. Yes, and, and it already sounds like the music already is going at it. Yeah, I think they I think they, <laughs> they took up us, us up on this offer. Yes, they did. And you get free shipping. All you got to do is put an offer code TBGWT on adamandeve.com. And let me stop for this music climaxes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never played that track before. Yes. I'm about to say, they look like they already ordered. And before you uh mm-hmm. go on with your thoughts, I was also like to let everybody know we have a new podcast. We're not a new podcast. We're bringing back a podcast called Spoiled Movie Reviews. It might be new to a lot of people. And you can find... This podcast on iTunes, Facebook, Google Plus, Podomatic, Tumblr, and soon to be back on Stitch Radio. Uh, you, we also have the donate your account, uh, for the spoiled, uh, movie 
reviews, but for donate your account is Spoiled Movie Pod. The Twitter for uh, this particular podcast is at Spoiled Movie Pod. Uh, we also have an email address, so because we want to hear what you guys have to say about the all the reviews that we do, it's called Spoiled Movie Reviews at Gmail dot com. And also, don't forget, guys, leave us a five star review on Stitcher Radio. We, no, I iTunes. mean, Stitcher Radio on iTunes, mm-hmm. and we are still going to do the same rules we do here. We only read five star reviews. So if you like this show sucks, we only read it five stars. Why? Because we run the shit and that's how we do it on the black guy who cares. <laughs> um, also I want to let everybody know we do the show every other Wednesday. And so for this month, uh, we're going to do it on May 9th and May the 23rd at 9 p.m. All right. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. People. I'm sorry. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. We do got people on all, all kind of coasts. Yeah. Eastern we're talking Standard to two time. of them. Um, alright, man. So I had some random thoughts, and of course, we have articles, and we play some Guess the Race, and all that stuff. Um, let's start with the random thoughts. Number one, um, I don't think I have, I don't know if you guys have this in you or not, um, but I don't think I have the gene where you, like, hate people for making more money than you, or making more money than you feel like they deserve they should be able to make. I'm not saying I don't hate people. I hate a lot of people. Um, for all kinds of petty and ridiculous reasons and whatever, you know, but, um, like, you know, sometimes I'll be talking to people and I'll, you know, I'll be like, oh man, you know, uh, I'm not going to go see uh good deeds. Uh, and they're like, oh, you're not going to see good deeds. Why not? You black. Right. And I'm like, no, um, I'm not going to see good deeds. Cause you know, I don't like Tyler Perry and I think his movies are whack and I'm like, oh man, you don't like Tyler Perry. I'm like, no, of course not. You know, he's. He makes terrible movies. It's terrible production, terrible writing. It's, like, as soon as the movie starts, I feel like I know the plot and the ending. Yeah. Like, it's no foreshadowing. Like, it's, it's no real, like, even, it's not even foreshadowing. It's just shadowing. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it immediately starts and it's like, I'm the bad guy, the white man. Anyway, let's, let's start <laughs> this. With the movie. Yeah. I, hey, husband, I'm obviously cheating on you. You mind if I, you go get me something to drink? Sure. Yes, that's right. the other woman. Look at how we're looking at each other. Yeah. I'm Passionately. The, I'm the white woman. And I like this black man. I'm gonna break this couple up. Like Jesus, <laughs> this is only ten yeah, seconds into always, the movie. My black man is bad to me. He's <laughs> to me. How do I get out of this? Now yeah. go over here to the down on his luck black man. But we gonna raise each other up. Yeah, we both go to church. It'll work out. Right. Um, <laughs> we, gonna, we gonna go to God with it. And it's all gonna be okay. Yeah. Yes. So so like um. But then like. You know, I'll throw that in and that, you know, those are my reasons. I just don't think he's good at his job. But, um, then somehow I'll be like, yeah, man, cause, you know, you're making all that money and, and, you know, it, I hate to see people like that make money. I'm like, I, it I doesn't bother me at all. all. Right. Can't knock the hustle. No. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. I mean, part of it is like, you know, if you're doing some illegal crap, you know, I might be like, um, right. I'm not sure, but I mean, it's like, well, I mean, it, he making money legally. There's a, there's clearly people who, you know, somebody gonna be making some money. Basically, I ain't making it. Somebody gonna make the money. Yeah, he has a market. He found it. He's working it. Yeah, uh, like uh, athletes too. Like whenever I'm having a discussion yeah. about athletes, there's there's certain athletes I don't like. Um, not many, and uh, and the reasons don't really make sense to most people. Like uh, like I love LeBron James and Kobe and shit. That doesn't mm-hmm. bother me, but Mm-mm. um, I always hate like I hate like Sean Marion like. I know it's a random, random person to hate, man. I hate his, the form on the jump shot. And I hate that he always did these, he used to always be in these magazines back when he was like the third best player on the Phoenix Suns. And he would bitch about the fact that he wasn't getting paid that much. And I'm like, dude, 
Know your position. <laughs> like you ain't that good. Stop talking about Steve Nash. Like he ain't better than you. you know? <laughs> right, right. So like I, that's why I started hating him. But I never. There was never a point where I was like, Star Marion got ninety million dollars. Son of a bitch, and just like <laughs> yes, throw down yeah. my cowboy hat, start stomping on it. You know. <laughs> I've never had that issue. Uh, for me, because the thing is that money is out there to be made, and there's nothing wrong with people making money. I think a lot of it is a jealousy factor. I think people think that anybody making more money than them don't fucking deserve it. Like mm-hmm. honestly, it's it's just an entitlement gene. You making right. that money, I should be making that money. You want to say, nigga, what did you do to make that money? What kind right. of skills do you have? Yeah. You know, can you run? Can you hop? Can you skip? Can you, you know, <laughs> leap over buildings in a single bound? No? Okay, sit your ass down at your cubicle and type. You know, right. that that's the way I, I, I look at it. And the thing is that... Uh, that don't bother me, and that's why people make stupid uh, comments about athletes and people that make money, and and they want to separate uh, them having personal feelings when it comes to money, or them wanting to speak out because they have money, because they go, "Well, if I had that money, I'd do this." No, if you had that money, for, like some of them, you'd be an asshole too with money. Right, right, and people like with entertainers, you know, every every entertainer has gone from get, gotten extreme criticism from somebody even the most talented people the greatest singer somebody out there did not like them but you can't be mad if there's something that's being created that people like and gravitate to and are willing to spend money on that's nothing to be mad at you right. know what i'm saying that's just it'd be ignorant it's like get out there and get you something if you mad about the kind of and, money and, that they're making and that's the kind of money you believe you're supposed to have yes and know? i think the biggest issue that i have too is that a lot of people don't really know what it takes to make money but they think they do and they really they make it but don't know how to save it and yes. grow it they spend it as they make it yeah th- th- that's true and i also i think a lot of them think that they could really deal with their personal criticism. Like they constantly hate and constantly saying bad things. It's like, where would you really, could you really deal with having a Twitter account? And every at is somebody talking shit about you. You know, could you really deal with that? And most people know they don't have the thick skin. Well, some of these people have been dealing with this all their lives, especially athletes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know, you go, okay, are you really built for this? But you want the money that comes with that and the fame that comes with that when you're really not built for it. Right. Yeah, some people don't. Some people don't get. They just want. They only want a part of it. It's like, yes, you get the whole package. It's like you gonna yes, get you do the good and the bad, son. You know, yes. It's with LeBron and all this. I mean, dudes was crying. Dudes was ready to give you, hand you the keys to the best player ever in the NBA when you was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. As soon as you came in, you was the golden child. Yeah, like I'll, I'll throw something. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry, and I was gonna say he. If you if you don't stop and say, you know, if you do like the Derrick Rose, who's like, I don't really like all this fame. I mean, I'm appreciative of it is. I know it comes with it, but I'm just saying that it's not really me. If right. you just you soak it up and you show your ego, and then when people really start hating you over some dumb shit, and you be like, well, I don't understand. Like, dude, people love you. People going to hate you. Yeah. I, well, here's my thing, dude. Um, Like, I'm looking at our chat room right now. A couple, somebody brought up Joe Johnson, who plays for the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Hawks. And, uh, is universally held as overpaid. You know, it's like, oh, he, like, uh, so he only averages 18 points. He's one of the highest paid players in the league. Let me tell y'all something. I don't know how y'all view life. Joe Johnson is one of my motherfucking heroes. Yes, sir. Um, so is, uh, Rashard Lewis. 
Um, so is everybody in life who gets overpaid. overpaid. My, I wish somebody would overpay me. Swear to God, I wish somebody would fuck around and overpay me to do this podcast. Yes. (laughs) I wish they would. I don't even know what your life is about if you're not sitting around looking at, I look at, yeah, Gilbert Arenas. I look at Gilbert Arenas like, yes, please, brother. Like, oh man, give me that money. I would love it. Like, I'm not, I don't even, like, I have, I would, if I saw them in public, I would high five them. I know they taller than me. I would stand on a chair, jump <laughs> off of it and give 610 Rashard Lewis a high five and be like, man, you got that money, dude. I know so. Please allow, Lord, if, I don't even pray, but just please allow me to fool these white people long enough to get overpaid. That's all I need. Yes. I don't think anybody wouldn't accept that. Like, it, it, <laughs> I think everybody has the sort of aspirations to live. Everybody associates wealth with living comfortably. And those of us that have to get up and work hard from day to day, like Mm -hmm. you would love to have that kind of financial comfort to have the freedom to do the things that you enjoy. You know what I'm saying? If that required putting in a hard amount of work for a short amount of time, which is the way people often judge athletes. Right. Like, they don't have to work hard all year. They come in and work just right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. For several years. You know what I'm saying? Um, Complete misunderstanding of what it takes to be. Yeah. At, like, it's always funny to me because, um, like, you'll hear people say stuff like, well, they go to college and get a free education. I'm like, um, bruh, uh, I was on scholarship. I got a free education. Yes. Um, no, no let me tell you about that basketball, basketball scholarship. scholarship. Um, yeah, that- when the last time you had to hop your ass up at 5 a.m. and yes. run around the entire fucking campus before reporting to breakfast at 7 a.m. in the cafeteria, right. then having to mandatorily go to your classes and have them be over with by the time that you go, go to tutoring. So, you know, you have all morning class. You can't do like I did where I picked my schedule like, oh, I ain't going to class till three. Yes, nope. Sir. You got to do that shit. And then next thing you know, you got to go to tutoring after that you got practice after practice curfew like it's not like it's not nothing free about that shit they work for it i at least harder than i work for it all i I had to do is keep my grades up right and then it's physical the kind of um the kind of energy that they have to exert like right now with derrick rose having that injury Mm -hmm. you risk putting your body through that kind of trauma yeah. You know, everybody doesn't have to do that. When the last time you tore your ACL at the copy machine? That's what exactly. I'm talking about. <laughs> like, I don't That's know. Right. When, when, when the last time you, you know, you, you, you broke a finger trying to pull a staple out? When the last time that happened? Right. The best, right. the best people are the people that think in, anyone in the NFL is overpaid. I'm like, no, every oh, position, every position in the NFL is paid just right. Cause no, no to all that. You could say it. Look, Rod, uh, I will trade you the, um, million dollars. That Julius Peppers gets per game. All you gotta do is play defensive end for the Bears for one game. Fuck you, keep the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is that what they don't talk about with most athletes, they end up retiring way before the average person. Why? Because yeah. they've taken their body through so much shit. Yeah. And that money's gotta last in the rest of their life. That's the part people miss too. Figure out a way to, uh, you know, invest that or something like that, which is also funny because people will shit on them for investing, but then like, 20 years later, those same people working as a greeter at Walmart, man. It ain't that easy. (laughs) And only a few of them transition into jobs that still relate to what they currently do. The ones that become anchors or. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to say those, maybe you should go to school to plan to actually know how to speak. Right. Speed. And, (laughs) you know, when your time is over, you can just be on ESPN or whatever and be an analyst and spend the next 30 years talking about the sport you 
You play. And that's if that's some shit you're into. Because, you know, another thing that's funny, too, is like people will shit on them like they ain't invest their money. Um, Did y'all look at your own 401k a couple years ago? I know it's so. Because I thought I was straight. And then I, I looked at that 401k. Too, that I was like, dipped. the fuck is the white man done to me? I know. <laughs> I was like, ooh, just don't look good. <laughs> Everyone I come to was like, just don't look at your 401k, okay? Well, just, just keep turn working. Just over. Turn, yeah, just, ignore the emails. It's not a, it's not a daily grind. It's a, it takes years and you have to put sweat equity and I was like, yeah, man, maybe um, Jamal Mashmer had it right. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Larry Johnson knew what he was doing because this shit is for the birds. Yes, sir. Yeah. But, um, took a dip, it took a dip. It's just when you don't have those kind of finances, really, if any people who do not have that kind of wealth should have very little to say about what people in those positions do with their money because you don't know what that's like. Say that again. Yeah, it's a lot of envy. <laughs> I think it's a lot of envy and jealousy and stuff like that that happens and a misperception of how hard it is to be an athlete you know yes everybody just thinks like well i grew up and i played basketball it's like yeah man but um it's a little different it's a little a little harder yeah i mean they get enough i mean i take i take the nba minimum right yeah you know why because you know why chris because the minimum is too much for you Cause you ain't good enough. <laughs> like, like that's, like that's always funny to me. People are like, shit, I take the, the lowest amount. I'm like, of course we would. We suck. Like, if, now if my ass was good, like my cousin played for the minimum, uh, when he was leading the league in three point made, uh, three point field goal percentage. And he ended up eventually parlaying that into a nice contract with the, uh, Brooklyn Nets. Now, man, that sounds funny to say Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets, but, um, yeah. He ended up working that, you know, from all the way from Golden State to New Jersey and whatnot. But, um, you know, there was a couple years where he was vastly underpaid for what he did, but he loved what he was doing and he had to do that in order to play the game, uh, and, and, and eventually make a name for himself. Um, so that's the, to me, that's so what's funny is like the dude that's making the minimum. He working for the minimum. Yeah. My, my black ass would be out there like, man, we running suicides again. Fuck. <laughs> Nigga, I didn't even get in the game this week. Why are we doing this bullshit? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm I on third squad again, yeah. word. Y'all think Sean May was, was living it up and being fat, man. I'd be ridiculous. Yeah, but people don't know how to transition. I mean, in a perfect world, we the, the positions that matter the most in life would get paid that kind of money. Teachers, but, yeah. We don't, yeah. we don't really care about them. It seems nope. like, but you know, I, you know, the Joe Johnson, I feel you. I think he should have took less. You know, as a ball fan, he should have took less money, went to Chicago, and right. got a ring. Right. But I mean, if they're gonna be like, we'll pay you forty, fifty million more, mm-hmm. like, uh, dog, as a like, that's the I, thing. I, I have to, you know, what? Yeah. <laughs> I have to look real nice right now. You know what? That, as a like, as a human being, as a human being, that was the thing. Like, I remember uh, when Anthony. Uh, when his first contract was up, right? And, uh, people were like, Hey, man, is he gonna go stay in Golden State? Because, you know, they were loyal to him and faithful. They, uh, you know, they were able to, uh, they gave him an opportunity. And, uh, you know, as the best three point shooter in the league, you know, other teams were starting to court him, New York, New Jersey, stuff like that. And, um, you know, for the first time, being on the kind of, you know, kind of on the inside and looking out instead of outside looking in, I was like, Man, fuck them. Take that money, dude. You can t- break your knee tomorrow. Like, you get paid as much as you can. Who gives yes, a fuck? Like, sir. that's one of the reasons I have a lot of admiration for, uh, LeBron James. Cause mm-hmm. dude took less money and never, they never bring that up, but he took less money to go pursue a championship when I probably would have been like, you know what, man? The max and losing in the finals is good for me. 
Right. Like I just, ah! you know, I can do this shit every year and be the richest dude in the NBA and won't, I won't even feel bad about it, dude. Now when he go to the club, he can't even go with Joe Johnson because Joe Johnson balling too much, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's funny. In them worlds, people act like you just got that money, but you ha- you end up hanging around people making that wealth. It ain't like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, I'm where I'm just with regular people, and I'm just the rich dude. I'm the rich nigga over here, right? I, wait, you like before you around them, and you people got more money than you. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Sir. Like LeBron has to go dab up Jay Z every once in a while. I wonder what that feels like. You know, you know? Like, <laughs> spend uh, twenty thousand dollars tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, just you can. You like. What? <laughs> That's my whole salary. What are we talking about here for the year? Um. So, all right. Another subject, man. Um. I was reading this week. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm assuming everybody here knows about the uh, Tupac at Coachella uh, hologram. Yeah, the yeah. Hologram. yeah it, uh, it actually uh, got up and said, "What's up, Coachella?" And it was saying yeah. new shit. Um. <laughs> and, and and I'm, you know, I, I'm already definitely afraid of that. Like I'm, I, I think we need to stop doing that shit immediately. Yeah. Whatever program started that needs to stop. No, Rod, prepare yourself for the ghost tours. They are coming. Yeah, I saw. Oh. You know what I saw this week? <laughs> and this was the this was the, like the last straw for me. Um, it, they're uh they are planning on doing a tour with TLC. I heard. I heard, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, T. Boz and Chili still alive, and then they gonna have Ghost of Left Eye. Yeah. Performing with them. Word. Word. I feel so wrong for laughing at that. That's just, it's a trip. I mean, you're going to have actual artists probably sending their own holograms on tour when they just don't feel like it, but they're going to make a little extra yeah. change. John yes. Legend is sick today, but don't worry. His hologram the show will be. goes on. Exactly. Yeah. The show goes on. I mean, how far can this possibly go? I had a question. I thought to myself. Um, I wonder if the truly, like, let's somebody, say somebody who has, who is truly wealthy. I'm sorry, I'm mm-hmm. incoherent. No problem. Um, with indispensable income or dispensable income, disposable income, Jesus. And <laughs> they lose a loved one, a child or a spouse and mm. say, you know what? I'm just going to pay this 400 grand and get a hologram made. So anytime I want to see my dearly departed husband or child, I can just have them materialized in the house. So, somebody's working on that right now. Right. <laughs> that's a movie script. That is. Yeah. That's that's crazy to me, man, because like one, I feel like this is exactly how the Terminators start. Of course. Like this is the moment where the Terminators are like, mm, we can fool humans. And they they start working on their technology, man. Next thing you know, you got robot Arnold Schwarzeneggers and shit walking around, and we just think they're human. Because if y'all remember that movie, the, the humans couldn't tell that those robots were fake. The dogs were the only ones that could tell. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and the the computers are learning. We keep making these computers smarter, smarter and, and smarter, man. It's like, at what point are we just gonna start hologramming people that are still alive but all fucked up and shit? Right. You know, like is is Christopher Reeves gonna be in the new Superman movie? He gonna be right. walking and shit. Yes. You know, or, or like, like so many people's careers are going to be resurrected. You're going to see Marilyn Monroe in a film. Elvis is going to do concerts. I think Elvis is going to supposed to do with uh, Justin Bieber. I heard. <gasps> wow. What about what about people that just like uh, became drug addicts or got fat? Yeah. <laughs> like they just going to have the hologram. Like, oh no, it's skinny. It's skinny me. Like, so come see skinny. Off- they're gonna bring back the debarge. They're gonna yeah. bring back who else? <laughs> come see, come see skinny Patty LaBelle and skinny, uh, Aretha Franklin perform skinny in a duet. Luther. 
Yeah. Like, oh, that's like doubly sad. Yeah. Oh, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan uh, of this. Come bring back no. James Brown. Yeah. I'm, I, I, and my thing is this. When people die, sorry, let them stay dead. Yeah. Maybe that's just me well, and my old like, ass. I feel like it's also being billed as like a concert. But isn't it kind of like just putting on the CD? Like, yes, because yeah. to me it's a ripoff. Why am I still gonna pay two hundred dollars a ticket and you and you're not fucking really here? Yeah, it's like, gonna. You know what? It's gonna be like 3D is for movies. Well, like yeah. a- Avatar was the shit, but and like Tupac at Coachella was the shit. But by the time it gets to yeah. us normal people, it's just gonna be like some half ass like hologram that you can see through, and yeah. it's gonna it's, it's 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 gonna have like it's gonna uh, flicker. It's gonna have like fucked up voices. Like it's gonna be like, "Yo, what's up? It's Tupac. Are you ready to ball here in Charlotte, North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get it on. Ride till I die." And that's just it. It's 400,000 for each hologram. So really, how unique is every show going to be? Like, <laughs> right. at some point, they're going to end up having to cut corners in certain places if they're really going to try to mass market the situation. Like, that's... Oh no! Yeah, yeah I, you, I mean, I already think you, Tupac is still alive anyway. You but know, what? I'm, I'm I'm good. Because he, because like these mixtapes and shit, man, he started saying shit that happened after he died. I was like, mm mm, so, right. something wrong with <laughs> no. this. And you know what? I could see them like bringing people back. Like you go in there, you see the day for Wendy's coming back, right. or you you fuck around and go <laughs> you go to KFC. Right. You see you 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 see the KFC dude come out there. Oh, you talking, talking about the the slaves that made the chicken that he stole the recipe from? <laughs> yes, them too. They all come back. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan that of this. Up a whole nother realm of bringing people. Back. Yes, it does. You yeah. know, I I could see them doing that. You know, because you know they were staples in the community and and they're recognizable faces. You know, I couldn't I couldn't imagine you know walking outside and you know just just seeing somebody dead just talking to you. Welcome to a restaurant. Oh, um. Uh, why right. are you here? Like, as, if, as if bringing the hologram back would have some level of influence. Like if folks put their money together and was like, we need to bring back MLK to help bring the black community back together. Right. Would- oh, too far. <laughs> oh, you know, somebody's going to do that. Too far. You know, they like, that's my fear though. I think the computer, once the Terminators catch on to this, man, it's a wrap. Yeah. They're going to be the ones to do it, man. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to do a uh, hologram Martin Luther King. Negroes trust Martin Luther King. Right, you know, that's a manipulate them. Yeah, now it's gonna be serious. Or people are gonna. There are people who, before that person dies, are gonna try to get the rights to their image. Yes, (laughs) yes, they are. They gonna pay big money. Yeah, someone should ignite mad as hell. Like I could. The only thing I didn't get them to sign. And or or you know what people gonna start doing now? If 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 I was rich and smart, I I would have a stipulation that my image should not be bought back in three D. Yeah, right. right. Like that's gonna have to be in wheels. At all whatsoever. Yes, because uh, it's gonna get crazy. Yes, like wax museums will now be obsolete. We need hologram. Hologram ah! museums. I want to be able to go oh, and interact with shit. the person. Oh, oh that would be hilarious! You walking in there, everybody moving and dancing and shucking and driving and singing, right. whatever, whatever they did in life. That's that's what the holograms be. Doing. Well, that's you know, but one thing it does give me comfort in because. Uh, I remember, I think all black people felt like this when uh, President Obama first got uh, inaugurated uh, the, the night where they announced the election results. Uh, I think we all were like, I hope nothing happens to him. 
and yeah, uh I, yes it does kind of make me wonder or or at least it makes sense now that nothing's happened to him uh he's just been a hologram all this time right <laughs> so he's just in some secret underground yeah. compound all yes. the time right and he just he just shows up give these wonderful speeches and dips and like all right cool that's how he kept safe um yeah, if that's how they want to use the technology, I'm all with it. Now, this is a, a quick uh, random thought. There's really, I don't even know if there's anything to add to this, but um, just remember that I predicted it on the show. Um, one day, the van from um, the Bang Bros site, Bang Bus, mm-hmm. that is going to cause an accident that will affect porn legislation as well as traffic legislation for the rest of our lives. Yes, it will. That is too. That has to be illegal. Yes, I don't. It, yes, I don't know how they're getting away with filming that. Me either. I don't know how that is possibly okay. I don't think it is. You know, I I, re- I really how, do. Think- how hasn't law enforcement looked at that and then went and found those people and been like? Stop this. Well, let me tell you why. Because they probably travel all oh, over the place. About, what is this? We have no clue okay. what you guys are talking about. The, van, the, bang bus? the van from the Bang, bang Brothers bus. uh website is called the Bang Bus. Okay. And what they do is um they it's it's like a pornography setup and then what they do is they fake like, Oh, we're picking up this random woman on the street and they always like they just first they, they film like five minutes of driving up and down the street talking to random people and you can tell these people are not gonna be in the bus because they're no. they're they're actual people out their faces pixelated because they're not going to sign anything to be on your porn website so they're just like you know they're just looking at you like okay yeah um just get away from me right creepy people in a van (laughs) then eventually they pull up to like somebody who like whatever the chick is is going to hop in the van and it's always somebody you know anyway so it's like okay this chick's clearly gonna hop in and then they they ride around they do the do as they will uh you know they they show her how it works and then um after after you know that they they like say they're gonna give her money and then they kick them out the van they drive off now obviously this is all fake we've had uh sarah J, the uh adult film star on our show before yes. and she kind of was like really you think i would get into a van and not sign any contracts i and, know it's so you know it's pretty stupid but um yeah but i think with them driving around, having sex in a van, mm-hmm. on the highway, in broad daylight. Yes. Yeah. Somebody's going to get in a car wreck or something, you know, something. Murphy's Law. Something yeah. will go wrong. <clears throat> and or pu- they'll be speeding. Dangerous. Yes. It's, it's dangerous. <laughs> and stupid. Yes. And it's like I, one of these days they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna get in trouble, dude, yes. and they're gonna change legislation. Yeah, like, there's no insurance coverage for that at all. Right. No. <laughs> yes, but I guess I would like to add the sex while driving insurance. How, right. how much is that per right. month? Like you're not in these good hands. You, we need to wash our hands of you. <laughs> like, uh. Uh-uh. Um. You know the driver gonna want to look back, right? Trying to look straight ahead the whole damn time. It's fucking going back in, right? (laughs) And it's it's always like some dude who is, uh, you know, just like some random dude who ain't about to get nothing driving too. I'm like, I know he want to look. I know he want to look. Like I know you hit him, dog. This is dangerous. You got, and plus you got the dude with the camera giving on a commentary. So like. He, when he makes a joke, I know the dude in the front want to turn around. Like, what was so funny? You know, <laughs> what, what 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 did I miss? Yeah, it's just ah, uh, just and 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 I guess Uh-oh. the I guess the thing for me is that how it always starts because they always like open both doors. The girl standing outside, they trying to coast her to come in. I could imagine somebody calling nine one one. It's a young lady standing out here. <laughs> yeah. that I, I think it's a pedophile trying to get her to come into a fan. <laughs> they got camcorders. Please, please come, police. And and that's gonna be into that shit. Um, we have to watch that tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keeping it on pornography for a second. Um, I think I'm gonna have to give up on amateur porn, man. 
um it's whenever i stream porn like that's one of my favorite sections because I, I don't always like the the more uh professional Some, setups sometimes amateur porn go too far yeah like but the, the real amateur very <laughs> amateur yeah like and, extra amateur and like right. you know as an adult my mind works differently than as like a, a kid or as a right. or as a teenager or, or even in college so like you know it doesn't take much for my mind to be like well what what the fuck does that even mean like yes what, what's right. going on here it takes me out the mood man um like i was watching this one dude and um he was having sex with supposedly his ex-girlfriend by the title of the uh you know the video mm-hmm. um so i was watching it and he was talking to her, he's like yeah how many dicks did you suck today? You like sucking all those dicks? You're a dirty whore. You like when I'm fucking you after you fucked all those dudes? And I was like, what is what is going on with y'all's relationship? Do y'all need like counseling? You know, do y'all need help, man? Like, this is it already too late? Like, is that why y'all are ex? Is that why she's your ex? Because you was talking to her like this? Yes. And, you know, she didn't even sound like she was that into it. She's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm a whore. Uh, <laughs> if you say so. Yes, or the other, other ones that really crack me up are the ones that have like bad lighting, dim lighting. It's like, what are y'all even doing? Yeah. Can you just see shadows or moving? The bad camera angle too. Yes. Yeah. Shaky cameras, out of focus, or the ones that are hilarious that I don't, I don't even really do anything to. I just watch them are the ones where they do the commentary where the dudes having sex with the girl and when she do shit, they like put across the screen, this bitch had a nasty attitude. Right. I'm like, what? I'm looking like, where did this come from? Y'all supposed to be watching the pornography. Why am I getting commentary? And I, I you know, I, I just stop and just laugh and the rest of the movie, I'm just watching their it's commentary. Like the, it's like the director's cut. Yes, the special edition cut. <laughs> Have you guys ever watched hentai porn? Yes. Yeah. Um, what do you think of hentai? Karen was I, into that for a while. Yes. So that, okay. yeah, it doesn't bother us as much I as I just it. like cartoons. I'm sorry. It is, yeah, but it is, <laughs> it is, it is weird and disturbing and it makes me wonder what's going on with, uh, Japanese people. Right. Every scene, <laughs> a rape scene. Yeah. Or like a molestation. Like every scene is a little girl. Yes. Ravished by a big ass and it's always black penis no yeah what yes. a man looks like oh, dick oh, is black. It, oh. can, it don't even have to be a man it could be a monster yeah right, yes right. or if it's not that some sailor moon look like with their skirts like yeah. halfway up right. their asses and like when i mean when i see japanese you obviously want to be like you know you don't have to take it right you can there's a <laughs> thing it's called consent uh you should look into <laughs> yes. it there's nothing wrong with consent. No. It actually makes it much better. Yes, you don't have to reprimand the schoolyard. Yeah, like you don't have to be her teacher and and like and fail and threaten to fail her in a class. You can actually right. just just ask oh, and they'll do it. You know, but yes, yeah, the, that that stuff is weird. I always worry about them. Although I do like the uh, and this is a the new porn that I've been seeing. Um, Japanese people on the train having sex. That is always cool. Cause by, by saying hentai, I've seen that before. No, no, no. This is real people, Karen. This oh, is not, real this people? not cartoons. Oh. Now, where they found 40 other people to be in a train and pretend not <laughs> to see, I, that's always the fascinating part. I'm like, ooh, she looking. Well, maybe they're not looking. I don't, why aren't any of these people looking? It's like, like they pay everybody in the car to stand here. Wouldn't that be your lucky day? You walk in there, be like, you know what? Um, the only way you get on this particular train right here, <laughs> right. we're going to give you $150 just to stand. We're going to be fucking, yeah. but you just stand you look out the you window. nobody. You look out the window. Now, if you don't sign, you're going to have to wait for the next train. Yeah, you turn around, you right. lose this $150. Yes. 
Uh, but yeah, that was that was uh, that's my new genre. I, but I, obviously, there's not too many videos like that. Of course, <laughs> but that's my new that's my new shit though. I'm like, oh, cool. This 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 is uh, this makes me feel like a scumbag, but it's also intriguing. But and and, and, and while we're talking about porns, you know the porns that are really hilarious when they're somewhere they're not supposed to be, and you know they're not because people will randomly walk by and stop and look, or either yeah. they'll back up and their face will be pixelated out. You're like, oh, y'all the voyeur, y'all ain't supposed yeah, to be the voyeur porn. Yeah, I saw right. one the other day where a dude was walking across the street like he was on the other side of the street these people were just having sex like in a park or something and he walked by at first and then he like came back and he was staring at them for a while and then and then he got on the phone i was like yo he calling the cops and i guess they figured it out too because they didn't even finish the scene they just ran off like let's go i was like this is crazy oh <laughs> jesus man um and then, all right, sweet. And this is the last thing. Uh, speaking of just random porns, man. Um, there was this one to I saw today. It was two dudes. They were having sex with a chick. And normally, I don't watch two dudes with a chick, man. It's just I have a one dick per fantasy rule and all that stuff. <laughs> um, so, so like I was, you know, I was already contemplating skipping it, but I also had to be somewhere. So I was like, oh, this I have to do, you know, in a prench. So I'm, I'm working on it, and they're, 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 they're having sex, and one dude's, like, kind of hitting it from the back, and the other dude's laying on his back, and the girl is, like, blowing him, and the dude from the back got so aggressive, like, because they weren't having, they didn't have, like, good furniture, they were, like, doing this shit on, like, what looked like somebody's, um, you know, uh, what do you call that, the, the thing we have downstairs that you futon? can- Yeah, like, they were on somebody's futon or something, right? Mm-hmm. Which is way too many people on a futon, by the yes, way. Yes, that's, that's, that, <laughs> futons so, are made for one person. So the chick, like, lost her balance, and, like fell into the dude on the bottom right oh and the dude in the back just keeps going like he don't even like <laughs> like everybody is uncomfortable now and he won't stop she like everybody was like chill chill man chill and so the dude on the bottom i guess he was trying to be tough and take it but like you know old girls like now that she lost her balance like her elbow is like in his spleen and shit and <laughs> like all the way to the other dude is like banging on this guy so he was like hey man stop he was like, oh. I, he was like, he was like, I feel like I'm being raped. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then the chick without missing the beat was like, you think about how I feel. Oh. <laughs> and I, I had to stop because I was like, this, this porn shouldn't be the fucking funny. No. I had to stop it. I was like, I can't even watch this scene again. <laughs> I paused it. I was like, Karen need to see this. Oh. <laughs> it's, yes, it's too that good. Is, yes, I like funny shit in porn. I'm sorry. It's hilarious. All right, man. That's enough about porn. Man, um, <laughs> this is the last thing, um, and then we got to do guess the race. Um, I've been watching the Transformers. It's on uh, Netflix now. Yes, and uh, it's kind of all I watch. Like, I just put that shit on Netflix. Man, they should have never put that GI Joe on there. I'm um, just reliving my childhood. Um, but as an adult, obviously, I think differently about the things I'm seeing and stuff. Yes, like obviously, uh, Spark Plug is a terrible father for letting him and his son yes he is join an intergalactic war between a race of giant mechanized war machines. Yes, he right. is. You're like, oh, I'm gonna quit my job in construction and just hang out with the Autobots and Decepticons. Like, why? <laughs> Man, you better go back to working on that oil rig, dude. Who's paying your bills right now? Yes. Um. So um. Yeah. So I, I was. I was watching this man and I realized like why the Decepticons keep losing because when I first started it I was like they should win everything. Like they first of all they got all the cool vehicles, their tanks, their, yes. their airplanes with missiles, their guns, um, boom boxes, you know. 
You got a fucking uh, construction car things that turn into one big fucking yes, the the, the constructor cons yeah. and turn to devastator man. Like they like they had all the advantages, and then the the, the fucking Autobots had like I'm a Volkswagen. You know, I won't be a dune buggy. I'm a Jeep and I make, you know, I can make pictures of myself. You're like, this is terrible, right? So, I'm um, just get you. Right. So, so, <laughs> so I was like, um, how do they keep losing? And I realized it's because Megatron had a couple fatal flaws. One, he had Starscream a second in command. He never should have trusted that dude. No. And they, you know, and they felt like an old married couple. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, damn, are y'all fucking, <laughs> you know, Megatron be like, Starscream, obey me. And Starscream be like, but your plans are terrible. They will never work. <laughs> yeah. Do what I say, bitch. Why should I? People be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's really. Y'all need to go hash this out in the like, bedroom. I know Karen added some flavorful language to that, but that, <laughs> that scene really happened. Yes. Like he was like, man, we need to set up this energy generator. And Starscream was like, man, this shit ain't going to work. Come on, dog. <laughs> and he had to throw the generator at him like, man, you better get over there and do what I say. Yes. I have a cannon on my arm. What is wrong with you? I will shoot you. So, um, yeah, like, and then I noticed that Megatron stayed declaring the Autobots dead without even checking. I didn't, you know. Like, every yeah, episode. Fatal flaw. Like, they just assume. Yeah. Like, it literally, he would, like, shoot a rock and then, like, a cave-in would happen. And then he would be like, all right, now let's all leave. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're not going to wait to see if they come out. Back. No, they obviously yeah, are dead. In the scout group, come on. That's the end of my problems. Was, you know, another time they uh he uh tricked the Autobots into driving over some quicksand, and uh when they were on the quicksand, they started sinking and stuff. He's like, I know y'all can swim in water, which is another bullshit that, that I call yes. bullshit on that. But he's like, I know y'all can swim in water, but can you get out of quicksand? I don't think so. Let's all leave. We have things to do, and they flew <laughs> off. <laughs> And have he, a world to conquer. And he told uh, Laserbeak to keep an eye. He's like, keep an eye on him. And then he flew off. Now, Laserbeak can't talk, by the way. No. But um, he was just supposed to watch them all like sink into the quicksand. And, of course, they got out of the quicksand because they always get out of stuff. Yes. It just, it, but it was just like, then later they show up. He's like, what are y'all doing still alive? He's like, dude, you never checked. <laughs> Laserbeak never even like, came home. Just kill him there. They can't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> like Laserbeak at never even came home. Yes, it's, it's it's like why don't you just leak they all out out and then they won't go nowhere. You like know? And he, to have the most colorful lines of like how to kill people. He really doesn't kill people very he's well. He's terrible. Like he's always, I will send you into oblivion, or you know, <laughs> we will see you in the next afterlife, or some shit. And then, oh, then he never kills him. Never. And then the other thing, dude, um, Starscream, that dude preemptively declares his leadership every episode. Yes, he does. I told you, like a married couple, he uh, Megatron be like, ah. Megatron, like, I run this house. No, I will run this house. One day I will, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> One day yeah. I will stab you. <laughs> take all your oil out and drink it. I will be the leader. <laughs> like they actually had, um, like Megatron, like would trip and like fall down a hill, and Starscream would be like, "Now I'm the leader." Megatron yes. has fallen. Follow me. I'm like, dude, he just he's just gonna get back up. Like, what and, are you and doing? And smack you and beat you and y'all gonna be back together again. You know what, Karen? I think you're right. You hit the nail on the head. It's like an abusive relationship. It is. And Starscream is the beaten party. Mm-hmm. Cause then whenever, uh, Megatron shows up, 
he uh you know he'll show up at the end and he'll still be alive and he'll be like man what the fuck is you doing in here trying to run everything and then he's like oh megatron i didn't know you were still I'm alive sorry yes i'm sorry baby i i didn't know i was just trying to keep the seat going for in. you yeah. yeah and then he will beat him yes. every episode he, he will beat him see? but he would never kill him nope it was just, he'd be like, if, if you die, I, I'll kill you, bitch. Yeah. And then, like, just you leave mean, him alive. Like, you better be glad I love you. If, if I didn't love you, I, <laughs> I, I just blow your head off. But because I love you, I'm going to let you live one oh more time. Oh, my God. Karen, I think you're right. They were gay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Karen just blew my mind. I'm I, 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 that's having, what I was thinking whenever I would see them fuss. I would be sitting there so confused. It makes so much more sense if it you look does. at them as gay lovers. Who just happen to be the Decepticons. Yeah. And especially with the way that the 80s were and how they vilified gay people by making everybody in, um, all of our cartoons, uh, that were evil, they were always the gayest. Wouldn't it though? Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, come on, who, no one, even gay dudes look at Cap- uh, Cobra Commander like, no one says their S is like that. Yes, Yogi Bear and Boo Boo, come on, dog. Yeah. I mean, well, no, I- they weren't evil. I'm just talking about like, oh, okay. Cobra Commander, Destro, like, I mean, Destro, oh, those relationships, yeah. walking around with half his chest hanging out in the metal, like, <laughs> like, uh, Dr. Mindbender, like, he was in the S&M at the very least. You're right. Oh uh, yes. Zartan wore a mascara. Like it was clear like they were vilifying gay people. Like, see, they evil. You know, if you want some pussy, join the army. The G.I. Joe's. Yes, yes. Some, 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 <laughs> and some of them they should have had the theme song Raining Men in the background when they was running through. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> well, we have articles, guys, and here at the Blackout Test, we like to play a little game called Guess, Guess the, the Race. race. Um, now how guess the race works is, uh, we basically read an article, um, and we don't send you any pictures or links and it's up to our guest to guess what the race of, you know, whether it's the victim, whether it's a criminal, like we'll tell you the guess. you guys guess the race of, them, and we'll let you know if you're right. And you guess at any time. The chat room also plays along, but the chat room is horribly racist. So, um, okay. do not feel any need to top the chat room. No, as, because you would never top trust them. me. It will only make you feel bad about yourself. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to win against the chat room. In the chat room. <laughs> yeah. The chat room is a disgusting place. <laughs> disgusting place. Um, all right, so uh this uh this article said it's called uh it says uh what took you so long? What a drug addicted uh a drug addict mother who's thirty four said when her seventh baby was taken away after testing positive for cocaine. Wow. What took y'all so long to come get my baby? You notice the seventh Did y'all one? know some drugs? A woman with a history of drug abuse and prostitution has had her seventh child taken away from her after the child tested positive for cocaine. Man. Man, you think she was like, I didn't even know he was on cocaine. Me either. <laughs> he didn't tell the- me. He should have told me to the supply. I tried to tell that baby to stop doing that. He wouldn't listen. Um, When the baby was taken into care in March, Daiquiri Miller, 34 years old, Told Helser, oh, and you can feel free to guess the race at, at any, any time. time. Yeah. And you can, uh, cha- you can change your guess until the end. You just clarified it right there, but keep going. Okay. <laughs> Daiquiri Miller, 34, told Health Services she wondered what took you so long. A court affidavit says the woman from Tulsa, Oklahoma, told police she had used cocaine, marijuana, and alcohol every day during her latest pregnancy. Woo! Damn. When the baby was born March 31st, he tested positive for cocaine. The other children uh, she gave birth to for 2000, 2009, 2010 also tested positive for cocaine or marijuana after they were born. Damn. During an interview with health services investigator after the 2009 birth, Miller asked, so are you taking him or what? Uh, 
<laughs> she was like, come get this baby. Oh, she was fucking like, up my cocaine use. Yeah, she was right. like, pregnancy, this gets in the fucking way. Yeah, she was like, I don't even, I'm, I'm so busy doing cocaine, I don't have time to purchase condoms, okay? Right. <laughs> I just need cocaine. She also had children taken on three other occasions at, at the, at the Department of Human Ser- Services, feared they had been abused, so that's, in addition to the ones that were born with cocaine, they took the other ones. Oh. 1997, her first child was taken at three months old after suffering a suspicious broken leg. Oh. Yeah. Played for the Chicago Bulls. It's sad. 1999, another <laughs> child was taken out fears of neglect as authorities were aware of her drug use. 2006, they found Miller smoking cocaine with a man. That, that sounds like crack to me. Don't be trying to, yeah, try to change the article. Cover that up. You don't smoke cocaine, sir. Okay, that's called being a crackhead. Yes. <laughs> Nobody says, hey man, you want to smoke some cocaine? Okay. No, nigga, you do crack. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so she was smoking cocaine with a man next to her four month old daughter in a car. Wow. Police believe that four of the, four to six men fathered the children. There are seven children. Miller has been charged with one count of child neglect in the three in the three most recent births. Yet she has not been charged in the older cases because of the state state statute of limitations. She also faces two prostitution complaints. Who is who is, really? And is accused of soliciting ah! sex from an undercover police officer while heavily pregnant. <gasps> oh man, you think that officer is just like really? Really? Um, look. Um, I'm not even gonna waste your time. I'm just gonna put you under arrest. Yeah, she's like, I don't, it's a, like, what is a two for one special? Take it while you can. Um, she has been arrested in Tulsa five other times since 2006 on prostitution complaints. She's in Tulsa with a bail set at $250,500. Oh. I like I like the five hundred they threw on. Right. There. <laughs> a little extra. Yeah. Just in case you get twenty five grand. Exactly. You better get fifty more. <laughs> um if convicted of a, a child abuse, she has to serve she can serve a year to life in pre- a year to life. Or uh, that's a long ass difference. Yes, that is. <laughs> yeah, you could be in here from a year to life. Depends on what we convict you of. Um, or she could pay a five hundred to five thousand dollar fine. Now, that's the whole article, guys. Okay. What race do you think she is? You know what? Okay, so either the person who wrote the article, if they were just off with the writing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me start over. Initial response. As soon as you said Daphne, I was like, fuck, she's black. Mm. But the cocaine, switching it up and saying cocaine instead of crack, mm. I'm like, is that, was that purposefully or did somebody just make a big ass mistake? Mm. Because yeah. if you're saying cocaine, you're definitely trying to make it look like something other than it is if it really is crack. Crack gives a whole different connotation. It's still dope. Right. Um, so in my opinion, she's either black or white. Okay. She won't be anything else. All right. You don't, you don't want to pick just one or the other. Uh, if you had to pick one. I'm rolling black. You going black, black, Chris? Okay. okay. Chris yes, is going black. Black. <laughs> and, and you going black too? Or you yeah. going, okay. All right. So Chris and KC say black. Okay, let's let's check the chat room. room. All right. <sighs> Bumper lip. What? Bumper lip Brillo pad. That's black. Okay. <laughs> a woman who knows how her pussy works. Nah, that's not even a race. Uh, church's chicken hoarder. Okay. I'm assuming oh. that's my... <laughs> Project housing resident. 
and they put tar baby in quotes like in case you didn't get it <laughs> it's also also just some regular racism for local, local drinker, drinker. Oh, car and drink namer of offspring um car and drink namer of offspring Okay. I don't know that one. Oh, like Dak, like, like Mercedes, Lexus, or Alizar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's black. And a Nicole Smith hologram. So that person says white. Yeah. <laughs> um, cheese cracker crackhead. Cheese cracker crackhead. What? That's Jeez. a brand new one. Original ratchet ball watcher. A burnt cracker. Okay, correct answer is white. Yes, yeah, she was white. I knew it. It, it, this was when I like. There's some articles I see throughout the day, and I go, "Oh, this will be so good for guess the race." <laughs> <laughs> like everything in this article is pointing towards black. It's only like a couple clues towards white. Right. It was that cocaine and the fact that this woman is free right now. Like, how is mm. she free to even be in the news with all these <laughs> other situations that have already occurred? <laughs> this was a black woman. We would know nothing about her. The that's da- what stopped that baby number two. They got yeah, me a daiquiri, dog. took her ovaries and everything. Like, look, I, almost, no I almost didn't use this article. I saw daiquiri Miller in that picture of that white woman. I was like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> we got to use this the one. The name daiquiri is what fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never met a black uh a white daiquiri dog um all right so uh this this one uh we don't have a picture for it but i'm i'm assuming i don't even know if we need to play guest the race on this one um a dentist pulled out all of her ex-boyfriend's teeth after he dumped her for another woman and that woman has now left him because he is toothless wow women Am I right, Chris? You know what I'm saying. Up sure, top. That's some mean shit. Yeah, I ain't gonna do all that. <laughs> uh, uh, Anna McCowiak. Anna McCowiak, 34, is facing jail after taking her revenge on 45-year-old Marik, uh, or Merrick Oslesqui, um, when he turned up at her surgery with toothache, with a toothache, just days after breaking up with her. Now, that's his fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know you're dealing with a dentist, somebody who can put your ass to sleep. First of all, he had no clue she was crazy, and all this time they they was dating, and then you broke up with her. Like I refuse to believe he didn't know she was crazy. I don't know if the the sale she had on dentistry oh, was oh, that good or what. Or, or either she was like, "Shit, you're the only one that takes my insurance." Um, <laughs> so she gave him a heavy dose of anesthesia and plucked his teeth out. She then wrapped his head and jaw in a bandage to stop him opening his mouth and said there have been complications and he would need to see a specialist. Oh, the dentist who works in Poland said, I tried to be professional and detach myself from my emotions. When I saw him lying there, I just thought, what a bitch. (laughs) Damn, that's gangster. That is. That is. <laughs> you can say with that. that makes That's sense. some Dennis gangster right there. Fucked up shit yeah. to do. It was like, I, it was like, oh, your teeth got cavities. They all got to be pulled. Um, right. Mr. Um, Mr. Oliswesky said, I knew something was wrong because when I woke up, I couldn't feel any teeth and my jaw was strapped up with bandages. <laughs> I knew something was wrong when I walked in my ex-girlfriend's room and was like, take my teeth out. Um, yes. How did that even go down? Like, isn't there an ethics board when it comes to stuff like this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Let's see. She told me my mouth was numb and I wouldn't be able to feel anything for a while and that the bandage was there to protect the gums, but that I would need to see a specialist. I didn't have any reason to doubt her. I mean, I thought she was a professional. 
Um, but when I got home, I looked in the mirror and I couldn't effing believe it. The bitch had emptied my mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, the new girlfriend has now left me saying she can't be with a man without teeth. And you better get you uh, some George dent- Washington dentures, dentures. dog. Right. Honey, the dentures game then came a long way. Now they can put them shits almost permanent. It won't nobody even be able to tell. And I'm going to have to pay a fortune on getting indents or something. Uh, is being investigated for medical malpractice and abusing the trust of a patient. She could face three years in jail. That, oh, that's all? You take all my teeth, now I got the gum in, and all you get is three years, bitch? And they don't even take, uh, they don't have to take her license. Yeah. They're better. She might, she need, she shouldn't be able to practice ever again. No, that's crazy. Um, and, uh, also no picture for this one, so no guess the race. Well. I would say the other one, white. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. Yeah, yeah I didn't even ask. I didn't, yeah. Yeah, some type of Russian. European person. Yeah. You get all them skis and all the walkies and stuff. I don't even need to ask, really. Right. Persians are many and something. Yeah. This one does, isn't really against the race. It's just, I thought this was just funny. Um, this dude got pulled over during a traffic stop, uh, for my cop. And, uh, he, he, he turned around and pulled a fake badge on the cop and said, you're in trouble. <laughs> wow! Yeah. yeah, so he tried that DMX on their ass, like, uh, uh-uh, I'm, I'm the ATF. I'm like, what? <laughs> what's, what's your number, then, sir? Yeah, so he was put in custody. I just thought that was that was just that's so funny. stupid. That uh, funny. That's white too. We can't. That is white. <laughs> that is white. We can't play guess the race on this one because it's about race. Um. The largest sperm bank in Britain is under investigation from health officials over the claims that they used sperm from the wrong donor after a gay couple had two children from different racial backgrounds. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They, they, they end up getting that Neapolitan, man. They was just looking for, <laughs> just looking for vanilla. The alleged mix up, uh, at the IVF clinic is only emerged, only emerged after the birth of the couple's second child, who is of a different race to the rest of the family. Um, which is funny, man, because you gotta figure like there's gotta be some mistakes, at, at, you know, at, with every job, you know, no matter mm-hmm. how important it is, right? People are gonna make mistakes, but it's like if you make a mistake at the sperm clinic, yeah, right. like and ba- could you imagine somebody saying that fuck all this sperm look the same? What what, what color <laughs> was they supposed to pick? Right? Fuck. Like, what's the be- margin of error with that? Like, <laughs> like yeah, how many people have gotten mixed up sperm? They just don't know because it's the same race. That's right. You know, oh, because you, you got to figure, man, it's at the, at the end of the day, like the people who work there are the same, like the people who work at your job, the same yeah. people who work at my job. Sometimes they just don't right. give a fuck. Every, everybody not working they hardest every day, no, man. No, they're not. Exactly. They were supposed to pick 091, they picked 098, and they still, right. you know, you got, you got a black baby. Yeah, close, right, close <laughs> enough, close enough. Um, the parents are said to be devastated at the alleged mistake as they wanted their children to be genetically related by user using the same sperm donor. Oh. Mm-hmm. The damage to the younger child in the future to both the siblings and the family unit could be quite catastrophic, said Karen Hayes, the couple's lawyer. The Human Fertilization and Embry- Embryology Authority, which regulates the IVF clinics in the UK, began an investigation in January into the alleged blunder at the London's women, at the London Women's Clinic. A report will be considered by the Watchdogs License Committee on May 31st. And my thing is this, what do you do with the child? Do you return right. it? Do you give it back? Can you right. get a refund? Like, like, you know, the child is born now. Yeah. Right. And um, you're making it sound like the, the couple, uh, 
is going to have a hard time attaching to this child because it's not what they expected. Yeah, more than 13,000 babies are born every year in the UK from the IVF treatment. And while mix-ups are rare, they are not unknown. In 2010, a couple lost a negligence lawsuit against a Belfast hospital after a white couple had a black child at the receiving sperm for the wrong donor. Wow, wow. I told you, yeah. That, I just think that means she was cheating. <laughs> she's like oh it must have been a mix up right. mm. uh, also we need a that's new- an expensive mix up also we need a new we need a new pool guy I think we shouldn't yeah we shouldn't, shouldn't use have the same no. shouldn't use the same mailman no. anymore and we had two thousand dollars worth of sperm and this is the results yeah right. in 2002 a white couple had mixed race twins after an Asian man's sperm was mistakenly used to fertilize the woman's eggs at a Leeds IVF clinic all we wanted was a family instead we were landed with a nightmare that will last forever the woman later said wow you know I, I, you know what, yeah. <laughs> that sentence right there is so fucked up and, you and look at, crazy. She's like, looking at an Asian baby like, oh no, a nightmare. Right. Cause I'm like, is it me? Am I being extremely judgmental now? But then I'm like, you're going through all of this cause you're having a hard time having a child. Yes. Is it having a child like the joy, the prize? Like, should it, does it really matter that it doesn't look the way you want it to? And, and, and I think for me, a lot of these people are like, I'm paying too much fucking money. You ought to give me what I want. Like, honestly, they're like, I pay for this service. You know, I know, I know, I'm, 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 I'm like you. It wouldn't matter to me. But well, Karen says that, but she made me turn around and take like Wendy's back if they fuck that up. So. Oh yeah, I will now. Yeah. yeah. Like the pickle is wrong. So Karen, we got an aging baby. I'm pretty sure you'd be like a nightmare that will last forever. No, I would not say <laughs> This is that. terrible. Look at this baby. Oh, no, me and my baby will play against the race. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, hopefully you won't call the baby a Chinese. Um, uh, all right. So there was nope, a uh, Japanese. There was a man who was very upset. Back to guess the race, guys. Okay. Uh, Maywood, Illinois. His name is Alton L. Hayes the third. Alton L. Hayes the third. A West suburban man charged with a hate crime. He told police he was so upset about the Trayvon Martin case in Florida that he beat up a white man early Tuesday. He's Black at Elton. <laughs> don't you? Don't you wish you could just you could just use these excuses in life? Like I, I always laugh when people on like a uh, Twitter or Facebook or like message board say something like, "Oh, you know, black people just need to get over slavery and stop letting it hold them back." I'm like, who's not going to work right. because of slavery? So. We can we just recognize it's fucked up and still go about our daily lives? Exactly. So um, I think, but this is the dude. Like just, we found him. This is the dude who's like, I can't move on. Right. I'm gonna be mad forever. Come uh, here, random white man. Let me beat you up. Hayes and right. a a 15 year old Chicago boy walked up behind a 19 year old man victim and pinned his arms to his side. Police said, "Damn." Hayes, 18, then picked up a large tree branch and pointed it at the man what and said, "Whooping him." Well, he pointed it at the man and said, "Empty your pockets, white boy." The, oh, that wasn't a beat up. That was a robbery. Mm-hmm. The two <laughs> allegedly rifled through the victim's pockets and then threw him on the ground and punched him numerous times in the head and back before running away. Hayes said the boys are black and the victim is white. After being arrested, Hayes told police he was upset by the Trayvon Martin case and beat the man up because he was white. I don't believe that. You wanted to rob him. <laughs> I, I like how he thinks that would make it better. Right. Like that a, actually makes it worse. You've been, off. yeah, you've been better off saying I just robbed a dude. He don't even understand hate crime legislation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like he talked. Yes, they. they you on your yeah. Yes, they gonna act. They gonna tag extra fifteen years for this. He talked shit. himself into federal time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna make it racist, officers. Like, oh, okay. Well, thanks, thanks, buddy. Um. So uh, they took him to the courthouse, um, and uh, of course they they talk about Trayvon Martin, seventeen shots, February twenty sixth, by George Zimmerman was charged April eleventh, second degree murder. Hayes was eighteen um, of Oak Park, uh, North Woodbine Avenue, was charged with attempted robbery, aggravated battery, and a hate crime, all felonies. Damn, um, yeah. See, that's what they get for running his mouth. His bond is eighty thousand dollars. So he won't be out anytime soon. <laughs> oh, no. no. And uh, no. he'll be in court uh, May 11th. Um, and he's been put in juvenile court for the time being. What What are y'all guess the race? He's definitely black. Yes, he is black. Okay, so you guys are both going with uh, black for the race. Um, we got to check the chat room now. Um, see what these racist sons of bitches uh, have uh, come up with. <laughs> um, original Zulu tribe ass niggas. Wow. Yeah, spelled ah! out like that. Um, Mike Tyson political list. Um, <laughs> one who watches Tyler Perry movies purely out of racial pride. <laughs> <laughs> spade, spade ass nigglum. So, alright. Everybody was right. It was a black dude. Yes. Alright, the next one is actually a video article, so I'll play the audio for everybody. Training order against a fourth grader. It is almost unheard of, yet that is exactly what one parent says she needs to protect her nine-year-old from being bullied. Turn that up, baby. That's as loud as they can go. Uh-huh. Oh, we can't turn it up. While JCPS teachers prepare for state testing, consequences may be the lesson of the day at Foster Traditional Academy. Keep all of our children, especially this young little lady, safe in a school setting. Free of bullying, free of intimidation, free of threats. And if they won't do it, then we hope the court system will. Teddy Gordon represents Joy Furman and her nine-year-old daughter, seeking a 500-foot protection order against one of her young classmates. Court records say the young boy, also nine years old, has terrorized Furman's daughter for two years. Gordon claims harassment, threats, even a May 2011 incident where the girl was taken to the hospital after the boy allegedly karate kicked her in the chest on the playground. Damn. There are a lot of different things we do to work with bullying cases. A lot of times, we work it out between the two children and the two families. Court records say the girl was transferred to a different classroom last year in third grade, but then JCPS put the pair right back together this year in fourth grade. Now both teachers, the principal from this school, and the boy's parents are all being sued. So in case y'all can't hear, she she's getting they're suing the school because their eight year old child is being bullied um, by another kid who's nine years old. Um, They reported this last year. They were put in different classrooms. Mm -hmm. Then this year they put them back in the same classroom. Mm -hmm. So the mom is filing. She wants a restraining order. She's suing Mm -hmm. the school. Mm -hmm. She's suing the the kids' parents. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and then yeah, and she's getting this restraining order. Um, So I just thought it was interesting. I don't think there's a a, like there's no race like they don't show the people involved. Mm -hmm. But um, I just thought it was an interesting tactic on bullying, and I wonder how it could possibly change the school system because. If people start taking this stuff to court. Yeah, because you know what? Yeah. The, the the thing about it is that sometimes I don't think people take bullying seriously. They just think that's how kids are. No, it's fucked up if you're the one being bullied. 
Right. And right. also the thing is that you, you, you're torturing my child. I have to deal with my child. I have an emotional damage, emotional issues, psychological issues. You might have to, you know, pay, pay for all this, you know, training and helping them over being traumatized. And you cause a lot of pain to my household. And the thing is, guess what makes people move money? I promise you folks lose money off this shit. Things will change. And it yeah. was fucked up that they put them back in the same class. What was the point of me yeah. raising hell and going up there? If nothing else, they should have had a big red flag beside each other's name. Oh, we got two red flags together. Put him out that class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was irresponsible of yes. to have those students together. Mm-hmm. But I, they probably made the assumption, or they could have made the assumption that, okay, they've had a year apart. They've had a year to mature. They should be able to get along this year. Let's just do it. They And, and no telling what supposed logic went into that decision but that was dumb on them if she wins this case it's going to change everything because Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about bullying now that film bully is out and kids today it's not like if you were getting bullied 25 30 years ago um kids today come to school with actual weapons like Mm -hmm. in, in large numbers and they are really really hurtful to the kids and then on top of that you have social media, which adds a whole other layer of bullying that didn't exist when we were kids. Yep. And so that kind of pressure that's put on the children, you know, kids are taking their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. Being bullied. And and I and I think from my perspective is that the school dropped the ball. Like yes. like like they opened themselves up for a lawsuit. If they would have just put him into the class, this would have never went anywhere. And to an extent, she's suing the parents too because she's like, "Look, y'all need to control y'all child. Wow. You right. know, y'all, you, you, there's something dysfunctional in your household which caused your child to do this. It's, it's something else." Before um, Roger moves on, people have to realize with the social bullying, that means it's nonstop. Before you could take your ass home and take a break. Now right. you you get bullied at school you're getting bullied at home you're getting bullied on facebook you're getting bullied on twitter you're getting bullied on google plus so it's like no break so it's like a 24-hour constant barrage of bullying and the the thing is that in our society overall people that have not been bullied or never been bullied think that it's just shit kids do this shit is cruel Right. And yeah. it's mean. And it's just right. a fact of life at this point for a lot of schools. It's just like, well, bullying is going to happen. And, uh, you know, once, once something happens and jumps off, then we'll take care of it. But it's like, um, I think if she wins this case, it could definitely make people have to be proactive and you, about it this. It should be the other way around anyway. It should be preventative. People, kids don't go to school with the anticipation of not feeling safe. School is supposed yes. to be a safe place. And it's enough grown people there should be at least to keep some children children in check if you got kids that are just in spaces able to do whatever the heck it is they want to other children then that's just a lot of adult negligence on that campus that doesn't make any sense to now, me at all when, when it's running rampant like that now we're back to guess the race guys um now i don't know if every once in a while maybe um you know kc will try to do something you know to spice it up for my man chris and she'll be like oh let me give you a massage or something like that Okay, well let's let's talk about that. Let's let's get an article with somebody that decided to do something right now, just like that. Critical condition with burns on seventy percent of his body. Oh my! His wife, twenty-five-year-old Tria Patel, is in the Travis County Jail, charged with aggravated assault and first-degree felony arson. Fox Seven to Noel Newton is live off Palmer and I thirty-five in North Austin, and Noel police say they have a lot of evidence here. 
They do, Mike, including right here. Investigators say they have video of Patel here at this Walmart off I-35 in Palmer Lane buying tape and candles the morning of the fire. Both materials, investigators say, were used to commit the crime. Now, here is some video from the scene Tuesday night. The couple lives at Camden Huntington Apartments off Metric in North Austin. When officers got there, they say they found a naked man lying on the floor screaming in pain. They were able to speak with him initially. The 29-year-old told officers that he got into the bathtub in anticipation of a massage, and his wife, Shreya Patel, poured what he thought was oil on him. The next thing he knew, he was in flames. We got oh. video of officers taking Patel away in handcuffs. Officers say she planned this. An arson investigator with the Austin Fire Department believes the oil was gasoline and two lit candles near the bathtub sparked the fire. The man was trapped inside the bathroom and had to kick his way out. Investigators say the smoke detector had been pulled off the mount and the sprinklers <gasps> were covered. Also found inside the apartment a 10-gallon white bucket with what investigators believe to be gasoline. Police do not know a motive. Patel is not talking. Even the burn victim didn't seem to understand. Oh my God. Did make some comments to the fire and EMS crews about why did she burn me, why did she burn me. All I was trying to do was love her. Um, fire crews, with the assistance of EMS, placed him on uh, sterile burn sheets, transported him to North Austin Medical Center. Uh, he was almost immediately intubated and flown by Starflight to Burke Army Medical Center in San Antonio. Uh, we're in contact with their personnel earlier today, and he is listed right now as stable condition. And that man, we're told, is being kept in a medically induced coma. He does also have Damn. inhalation burns, which we're told can be fatal. Now, as to his relationship with Patel, we're told they've been married for a year, but she has only been in the country for seven days. She is from India, and Austin police say they have no record of any prior domestic violence incidents between the two. All right, guys. Oh, oh shit. Guess the race. Wow. Well, she's Indian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they never showed a dude, but... uh. He's white. I think he's white. Okay, so y'all going with white for the man, Indian for the lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm going Indian for both of them. You okay. know what I mean? Because I feel like that's a arranged marriage. You know what I'm saying? But let's check the chat room and see what they think. Um, like, she probably got here. She's like, half Eddie. Um, right. See, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, only in America, I bet that shit would fly in India. Okay. Curry loving 7 Eleven owning sand niggas. Wow. Wow. The jackal. Man, I guess we don't get many Indian articles. That's, I uh, see, bird turd looking, flat ass having mayonnaise eating crack ass cracker. With Patel for a last name. Which is smart though, because she could have taken his name. I, I hear you, Mark Smith. I, I like the way you're thinking. Cow kissing cousin of Kumar. No, there's a lot of alliteration there. Um, uh, let's see what else, uh, weave hair supplier, weave hair supplier, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, correct, a, 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 the correct, uh, answer is Indian. So um, both of them. I don't know. They never showed show the dude, dude, so I don't want to just but you assume. Know, but you know, I, I, to an extent, it, it could kind of be both. It could kind of be like a white dude who married her or oh, like, like, man. yeah. Or, or like, he's like, you know what? I'll get you here, you know, or, um, just so you get your green card or either, like you said, it could be Indian where he was like, I, 
I, you know, we was forced to have this marriage. I just want to love her. Why is she setting my ass on fire? I don't know. That shit just sound like a uh, arrangement. Sound fucked up. Like, you know, cause they do that stuff here where it's like, you know, you go to the person back home and, you know, send this person here and it will be married and all that stuff. But, uh, we don't have those traditions in America. No, and it sounded like an arrangement she was definitely trying right. to get out of. She was <laughs> like, yeah. I want to be back on the first thing smoking, literally. Right. and figuratively like i just want to know what that moment was where uh he uh she poured that oil on him what he thought was massage oil he was like this uh this smell like gasoline oh yes oh that's some cold yeah because i was like he had to know that and the only way i was like the only i'm glad they brought it up because i was like the only way i would have any sympathy for her if this, this dude was physically beating her for like the last five years right and was like, payment. Right, she's trying to rescue her. Seven days, man. And mm-hmm. I, I really would hope, you really gotta hope she your last, w- off the boat. you really gotta right. hope your last words aren't, why would she do this? I just was trying to love her. <laughs> like, oh man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, a grandmother in Georgia foiled a robbery by engaging in a full-blown firefight with two armed men outside her daughter's home over the weekend. Well, damn, okay. grandma. Uh, police say Lulu Campbell has just had just dropped off her grandson at the house early Saturday morning when two men demanded money outside of her car. Campbell says one of the men fired at her missing. The 57-year-old fired back, striking him in the chest. <laughs> Damn. The second man fled after she shot at him. The, the two men have been identified by police as 32-year-old Brenton Lance Spencer and 30-year-old Dontre Horatio Shivers. No wow. need, no need to guess those races. No. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> Darte Horatio. All right. Or Don Trey, actually. Don Trey. They're taking shades off. Mm-mm. Uh, Campbell, who owns a convenience store and gas stations, uh, recalls a terrifying incident on the Macon Telegraph. She, Spencer shouted, give me the fucking money. Open the fucking door. I said, oh God, somebody's going to rob me. And I said, baby, you're going to kill me anyway, so I don't have to open it. (laughs) I saw the guy in front of me and I said, oh my God, there are two of them. I'm going to take one of them with me. And and that's what was in my head. Police said Shivers then started shooting at Miss Campbell, who continued firing back until he fled from the scene. Uh, Her car remains riddled with bullet holes from the wild shootout, but Miss Campbell somehow managed to escape the ordeal without being shot. Wow. Yeah, which is really gives a proxy. She's a bigger lady, man, and that's okay. a lot to shoot. She's she's managed to <laughs> escape. OG. Yeah. yeah, she is. She's yeah. an OG. She's on that beanie. She's on that beanie seagull. Yeah, she she did that Scarface. Fuck this. If I, we all gonna die. Uh, <laughs> Spencer was receiving medical treatment under 24-hour guard today after being charged with aggravated assault and attempted armed robbery. Shivers, however, is still on the run. How do we know his name? Because you know that dude snitched. Um, of course. <laughs> you know he snitched. Um, she said, I've seen the first 48 enough to know. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, she said she hoped Spencer would survive his gunshot wound and be punished by a lengthy stretch in prison. I pray for him to be alive because it really hurts to lose a child, she said. So, guess the race of the grandmother. Lulu? Lulu. Uh, What was her Cam- last name? Campbell. Campbell. Lulu Campbell. Miss Campbell's black. Black. All right. What okay. about you, Chris? Chris? Yeah, I was going. I was initially going to say white, but when she pulled, when she was in the car and pulled out the heat, I figured she was black. All right. Okay. Let's check the chat room. Mm. See what they say. Camel lips, sickle cell, having extra crispy chicken bandit. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Even against our own people, huh? Yes. <laughs> uh collard green, loving cast iron skillet, chicken frying darky. <laughs> ah! 
Granny Apple White, Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Soccer Mom, but now I say Hummus Expert. And finally, I say Soul Food Genius. And <laughs> lastly, Robitussin Drinker. Correct answer is Asian. Whoa! Yes! <laughs> yeah! I gotta send the link to the chat room for this shit. They might not even believe us. They're like, you lying. You made that shit up. I know. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, ooh, guess the race. But wait, wait, Rod. Didn't you say she owns some, like, liquor stores mm-hmm. and some gas stations? Yep. You, can you send them yeah. a link through Skype? Yeah, so I can send it, it to y'all through yeah, Skype if y'all, y'all want to see a picture of her. Yes. But she she looks like a sumo wrestler. Awesome. <laughs> like I saw this, I was like, "This is good. This is some good ignorance." Yo. Oh my god! Yeah, um, look, I'm not reading this whole article. I just got to quickly say, um, there was a a bit of, a bit of a hubbub about how some black people beat up this white dude on St. Patrick's Day, and they got it all on video camera, and some white people were trying to even compare it to the Trayvon Martin case. Mm-hmm. Um, they took the fourth dude into custody today. Um, that was, that was in that. So, uh, let's stop comparing it to Trayvon Martin, everybody. Not the same. Not the same. Everyone's been arrested. Um, all right. Uh, this is another quick one. Apparently in Los Angeles, (laughs) um, the TSA screeners are helping to traffic drugs. Oh, wow. Well, damn. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I believe it. Apparently, uh, let's see, Dwayne Ellaby, a suspected drug courier, was all set to sneak 10 pounds of cocaine through a security checkpoint in Los Angeles International Airport last February with the help of a former TSA administrative employee and a screener. However, he messed up the plan by going to the wrong terminal and was arrested by another screener who found the cocaine because <gasps> they weren't in on the, on the hookup, you know? Oh, wow. So instead of, like, you know, just taking this dude and, that, and ending it and putting it all on TV, they decided to use him for undercover operation. Because I'm sure he was snitching, right? Of right. course. So they found out that um, they well, there's now a 22 count indictment outline outlining five incidents where TSA employees took payments up to twenty four hundred dollars. That was like shit. This is more than I'm making right now. That's all it count. That's all it costs to get drugs in the country. To provide drug couriers unfettered access to LAX over a six month period last year, and all seven people are facing charges. The allegation in this case described a significant breakdown of the screening system through the con- conduct of individuals who place greed above the secu- nation's security needs, said U.S. Attorney Andre Barot Jr. Now, let me tell you what the fuck this is. Pay them people. Right. Y'all pay them <laughs> minimum wage and y'all expect them to secure shit. That ain't happening. Yeah. Exactly. And then when somebody come with 24,000, like, oh, shit, I, 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 shit, I made that in what, what uh, a month? Uh, yeah. yeah. Month, this is why month. NFL referees have to make like over a hundred thousand dollars. Cause yes. if not, you know, then it makes more sense for somebody to bribe them, right? Exactly. Um, among those charged are Neral Richardson, 30 of Los Angeles, who was fired by the TSA for an unrelated matter in 2010. And accused of orchestrating the scheme, John Whitfield, 23, Joy White, 27, um, who was terminated last year, and Capelin McKinney, 25, who is a current screener, which is funny, all these people lost their jobs just for being bad at screening <laughs> on top of drug dealing people. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> like, I also couldn't hold my job even with $2,400 per hookup. Yes. Like, Jesus. Terrible. Working for the TSA must suck. Uh, yes, like I said, they, they probably overworked them. They probably got them looking at shit that don't, they don't care nothing about. Like you said, people that they job, people ain't shit and they don't give a shit. You're not paying them, but yet you expect them to, to, to do all this extra stuff. Well, one of our heroes, oh, go ahead, Casey, I'm sorry. 
No, I was just uh, I was just co-signing on what Karen was saying. One of our heroes of our podcast who just recently came to light as a hero is R and B singer Brian McKnight. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. He, before he's uh actually uh getting some props, he's uh been invited to the AVN Awards to perform. If you're ready to learn. <laughs> oh shit! Mm-hmm. I might have to watch this year. The leading, right. <laughs> it's the leading annual adult industry awards show. Uh, McKnight was reportedly offered a flight to Vegas in January to perform his new song, which will be re- released next week on iTunes. I will be getting that shit. Other porn companies have also tried to contact McKnight, including massive video site youporn.com, which is looking to feature Learn as the background music for his site. <laughs> <laughs> I think he lucked up into some money, dog. Yes, he yes. did. He about that to get is paid. Sexy time. Yes. I thought the vagina has needed an anthem for years and years and years, I, and you know, and I, everybody I, makes them all raunchy and stuff. He finally made one that shows the passion, yes. and tr- it's a tribute and appreciation. I would even say, Man, I could imagine for the vagina to the pussy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could imagine them porn women was like, y'all know what, y'all, 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 but I'm not fucking another uh, one more time unless they I get that. Y'all get that soundtrack. Right. Uh, I need my Brian McKnight. Right. Yes. <laughs> McKnight has plans for the single saying, I don't know what specifically I would do with this track in the future. I don't even see myself ever performing it live. For the right amount, I bet you do. Yes. Right. The but, audience is going to start demanding it. They're going to ask for it. to make an EP. Yeah. <laughs> open the show with that song. It's about to be the new niggas in Paris and shit. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, do it again. <laughs> niggas in pussy. Hit <laughs> um, replay. But McKnight did express happiness at the song's reaction, admitted I am flattered at the people that have embraced it and are having as much fun with it as I am. And people was every week there's just crazy song lyrics in my head. First it was Mary J. Blige, Crispy Chicken. Mm-hmm. Then it was Chicken. this, and then Chris put me on to some song today, the Ratchet Anthem. I I'm sure y'all might I don't know if y'all Oh, know. the Ratchet Girl thing? Yeah, with the two guys. Oh, she ratchet. Yeah, yeah. Karen Karen uh, loved that. That's shit. my damn too. She ratchet. Yes, she ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Earlier this week, McKnight, best known for his romantic jams like Back at One, shook the Twitter universe after posting a preview clip of his sexually explicit Learn. In the video, McKnight explained the song, which attempts to teach a female subject how to utilize her genitalia for the unusually heightened sexual experience. I like that description of it. Up top to you, sir. Um, Now, Chris, I hope you're sitting down. This is going to be a tough one for the fellas. Uh-oh. A woman killed a man by squeezing his testicles. Oh, damn. damn. Mm-hmm. Man, what the fuck he do? <laughs> Kung Fu <laughs> Death Grip. The man on the graphic uh photo below is 42-year-old shop owner um, million, in the Million District of Haiku City in Hainan, that big island south of mainland China. He is dead. Who the hell wrote this? A 41-year-old woman killed him by squeezing his testicles. A kid wrote this. They was like, he out there in that island out there somewhere. He dead now. He is dead. Yes, you can die from extreme testicular pain. Here's the scientific explanation if you want to click this link. Uh, According to a witness uh, talking to China News 24, the woman was riding a scooter and tried to park it in front of the man's shop. She was going to pick up her son, who attends the elementary school in that neighborhood. The man went out out of the shop and told her that she couldn't park her scooter there. She protested, and a shout match started. After a while, they started to fight physically. The woman called her husband and her brother who came to the scene. But things got a lot worse than just a few smacks here and there. The woman grabbed the man's testicles and squeezed them so hard and long that the man shut down. He collapsed on the ground out of pain, and worse, he was dead. 
Yes, people, dead by the ball squeeze. Damn, oh that's a fucking kung fu grip right there. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, ah, oh. <laughs> no, that that might have been. Uh, I think that's what killed Bruce Lee. I think it is. <laughs> the paramedics tried to revive him on the spot to no avail. He was rushed to the hospital, but doctors couldn't do anything for him. I really want to. Yeah, I want to know what that death certificate says too. <laughs> death by balls. I'm um, keeping it in China. <laughs> Um, I just thought this was crazy, man. It's like, this is even, this may be even crazier than that, guys. This article here, um, Xi Ching authorities said Wednesday that they were investigating the case of 27 year old woman who suffered burns after dropping into scalding hot water when a street collapsed. Oh, the woman named Ying Jing was on her way. Man, watching all that anime is helping with these articles. <laughs> Pronunciation, yes. Yeah, was on her way to work at the Wuha Mansion. Wuha. She had them all. She didn't have it all in check, apparently. No. <laughs> Building on Sunday, uh, when a one square meter section of the sidewalk in Belashi Lu collapsed. Yang, Yang was doused with scalding hot water spraying from faulty pipes as she fell beneath the street. <gasps> Um, it was reported on Tuesday. She was left with burns across 99% of her body. Woo, that must have been some hot ass water. <laughs> yeah. Is there a video that goes along with that, Rob? Nah, uh, I don't see a video, not, not but. This time. It, when I was at the gym, they kept showing this clip of this woman walking down the street and she gets to a certain point and the ground caves in. Oh. And she falls down and this car pulls up. Luckily, somebody who was driving by and. They, you know, get somebody to help her out the hole, but I'm wondering if that was the same. It might be. It probably is. Yeah, this one just didn't have a This article don't have a link to it. Yeah, but it might be, man. Um, Probably is. That's scary. Yes, that is. Um, a source inside the hospital indicated Yang was still in intensive care. However, no official comment could be made at the time. Yang's family was not answering the phone yesterday. She suddenly fell into the hole of boiling water. Yang's colleague, God, what a way to go out. Um, oh. colleague surnamed Ma told Beijing News at the scene. It was horrible. As I tried to help her up, her skin began to peel. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Ziching District Administrator of Work Safety said yesterday that they had launched an investigation into who should be liable for the incident. Yeah, because that matters now. She's probably dead. Right. An official from the administration uh, who declined to be named confirmed that investigation was taking place, but unable to expand uh, while the office was still on public holiday. It sounds like something out of uh, those... Um, Final Final Destination movies. Right. Yeah, yeah and, and and the fucked up part is that uh over there a lot of their rules and regulations are different than they are here. Mm-hmm. So who knows if they can sue, how they can yeah. sue, how much money they can get. It's not like it's here in the United and States. I, I believe Bored Woman is a delicacy over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was watching Andrew Zimmerman. Or uh, I think is that his last name? Man, isn't that unfortunate if that is his last name? Is that is that that dude's last name, Karen? The dude that eats shit from everywhere all over the earth? It is. Wow. Uh, 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 bizarre food, dude. Yeah. Oh. Bizarre. Yeah, they come I didn't on, even uh, think about channel. that. That is his last name. Yeah. Uh-oh. Man, that's fucked up for him, dog. Yes, it is. Even he changed his name. Yeah. Andrew, call me Andrew Z, dog. <laughs> got nothing to do with that dude. Um. situation. Have you guys ever seen that show, A Thousand Ways to Die? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sounds guys, good, though. I, I think you guys would like it. It This woman's situation is jacked up. A Thousand Ways to Die is a show, and it shows different... It actually re-dramatizes ways that people have died that are kind of weird. Things that you wouldn't expect. Like, for example, there was one where there were these two guys who were chocolate um, 
chefs. They, their specialty was baking and chocolate. Mm -hmm. And they were being silly in the back in the kitchen and got into like a, a pillow fight with some sacks of chocolate. But chocolate has some sort of chemical compound that when it fills a room, it suffocates. So both of them <gasps> suffocated. Oh, <laughs> death by chocolate. Yeah, the show shows crazy shit like that. So like this woman, you know, just walking down the street and falling into a vat of boiling water. Like when does that happen to anybody? Right. Like that's, that's just so bizarre and odd. Oh man, that sucks, yo. Yeah. Um, alright. This is, uh, here's another thief. Here's something to do with thieving. Um, a polite but absent-minded burglar got quite the surprise when he broke into a home early Tuesday morning only to find the homeowner was not only there, but armed with a gun. Oh shit. The homeowners got quite the surprise when the burglar called back later that day, offering to bring, call back, offering to bring, <laughs> offering to bring back some of the items he stole for those that he left behind. Wow. <laughs> how you how you gonna trade me my shit though? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey. and don't they got caller ID? I'm a, yeah, they're gonna find your ass though. Right. Bring your ass over here. Yeah, come back. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> come on back. It's like, hey man, um look, I know I got your Xbox three sixty and I, I understand you got some good games here. <laughs> but um it, would you trade me that three eighty that you was gonna kill me with? Um <laughs> If, if I, for straight up for the 360, I'll throw in your, um, DVD player. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, Bremerton officials were called to the home on Pitt Avenue at 3 a.m. for a report of a burglary in progress. Sergeant Kevin Crane from the police, uh, said that, uh, the homeowners told officers they were awakened at the sound of someone inside the house. The homeowner grabbed a gun and yelled, get out. I have a gun to which the burglar replied, yes, sir, and ran away. <laughs> He said, "Get out of." He said, "Yes, sir." I, 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 I guess a gun will is automatically a man because they're like, "Fuck it, whoever on the other end of that is gonna shoot me." The burglar was gone by the time officers arrived, and Crane said a police dog failed to catch the scent. However, the homeowner homeowners found that the burglar, in his hasty exit, had left behind a bag of items, including papers that identified the burglar. <gasps> so that's why he wanted to get back because he's he like, "Y'all know my identity now." Later that afternoon, afternoon, the burglar called the victims, asked to trade the items he had taken from the home for the items he left behind, as long as they didn't call the police. He returned to make the deal go through, but officers were waiting and arrested him for investigation of, of residential burglary. <laughs> you think he, idiot enough to even come back? I get that image of uh, Chris Hansen's show when the pedophiles try to leave and they don't think the cops going to tackle them, yes. and then they do. Like right. I, I felt like that. And baby, oh, I can leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure. Come get your stuff, man. Just walk right up this dark hallway. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine that phone call? Ring, ring. Um, hello. Uh, yeah. I'm the dude that um stole some stuff from you. Yeah. And um, I'm just calling because perhaps I made a mistake and I left some important paperwork there. Yeah. Um, can I come by? You know, how's your schedule? Three o'clock. Yeah. You know, three thirty. Did you see a, um, you didn't happen to see a social security card license right. and registration line around, did you, sir? <laughs> well, um, I, that's, <laughs> how would you like your, how would you like your PlayStation back? Cause I think we can make that happen. I'm very polite, man. I said yes, sir, when you, uh, tried when you, to shoot when you me. put the gun on me, ma'am. Uh, it's very unusual, the police said. I've never seen this happen before, where a burglar contacts the victim trying to make a deal in exchange for things he left behind for some of the items he stole from the victims. Right. Um, and the crane said the burglar remained polite throughout the ordeal, even apologized to the homeowners as he was being arrested. I think everybody in here will white. I know we're not playing against yeah, the race. Yeah, there was no pictures there. 
This next one, there, there is a picture for. And we're going to guess the race of the man who stole the shit. Okay. More thievery. A 21, a 20 year old Ohio State University student whose laptop was stolen late last year became the subject of an extortion attempt traced to St. Paul, Minnesota and committed by someone who sent increasingly menacing emails threatening to put nude photos and videos of the student from her laptop on the internet. Okay. The name of the thief? Demonte Jontrell Lattimore. What a name. A six time felon from St. Paul. Oh, it's me. <laughs> I like how Chris waited to the felonies. <laughs> Chris was like, I don't, Chris was like, it's been a tricky day. There was a Lulu, was an Asian Lulu Campbell. Like, I don't know. Wait a minute. Six felonies? That nigga's black. black. Um, <laughs> Is being held on jail on federal weapons charges while authorities investigate him for alleged extortion in connection with the stolen laptop. On December 5th, the college sophomore reported that someone had stolen her Apple MacBook when she took, when she took a study break in the library on the Ohio campus in Newark. Um, two weeks later, she received disturbing emails demanding hundreds of dollars to keep the sender from posting her private photos online. Um, <laughs> the incident illustrates what can happen when computers, hard drives, cell phones, flash drives, or anything with a digital storage device falls into the wrong hands. Okay. Well, yeah, if they have, if they have naked photos of you on them, they do. <laughs> like, if you, if you just got like, you know, uh, your, uh, bills spreadsheet, uh, you'll probably yeah, be fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if Excel, you. Excel, money I owe. Yeah, you got your titties on there. Yeah, could have, have an issue. Yes. You shouldn't use those things for everything. Like, yeah. Especially stuff that's portable and can be easily taken out of your pocket or out of your possession. You don't need to have all your information. Yeah, and I, but I thank you guys who do. Because like I said, I was watching amateur porn. That's probably where it comes from. Of current course. St- current statistic on the theft of the mobile computer drive devices are hard to come by. But news stories over the past couple of years have cited a rash of thefts on university and college campuses. One company that makes security software for laptops said last summer that college campuses now rank third among most common places for laptop thefts. Of course. What do you think the first two are? The first two? I say Starbucks. Yes. And I don't know. The Best library. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe library. I was going to say Best Buy. Maybe they just steal them before they open the box. That's the Ohio true. State student said she realized she had a bigger problem than a missing laptop when she received an email from a stranger. It says, well, you don't know me, but I'm sure you have. I sure I have something you want very badly back. The question is, how bad? Dot, 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 question mark, question mark. Oh yeah, you have a very lovely body. Wow. Mm-hmm. Scary thief rapist. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go ahead and be creepy about this too, cause right. yeah, and and you know what? Um, I would be like, you know what? Yeah, my titties on there, but you know what? I got an email address which has an IP attached to it. Right. Um. So you had no business contacting me. According to the FBI Cybercrime Task Force in Minneapolis, the email came from I want three hundred dollars at gmail dot com. <laughs> All he wants is three hundred dollars for my titties. Come on. I'm worth more a little bit more than that, son. I just like how he named his email I want three hundred dollars at gmail dot com. <laughs> like he was not pulling any no misunderstandings. Right, it's very clear. <laughs> um, which traced back to his to a St. Paul address. Yes. Another similar email arrived in the woman's inbox from BigMoneyYT at gmail dot com. Ah! Oh my god! <laughs> That's right. The mantra goes by BigMoneyYT out in the streets. 
Uh, which uh which trace back to the same address according to a recently filed federal search warrant the emails kept coming with the tone growing more menacing someone apparently hacked into the password protected photo on the laptop and found new photos of the woman a pre-med student man so this nigga was smart enough to hack it to but he was still in laptop okay oh uh, but he wasn't right. smart to get a better email address right could you could you imagine going on a job interview they were like oh we will hire you uh i want three hundred dollars at gmail.com so she had new fo- new photos and who's and the woman is a pre-med student along with videos of her having sex with her boyfriend on her laptop oh, wow man she was a freak yes she was getting in dog. wow hey you know what more power to you ma'am um, I'm sure when y'all broke up, that would show up on someone's internet and he'd be asking like, how many dicks you sucked? And I'd be like, what? Yes, this. all confused. In a series of emails sent between February 27th and March 8th, the anonymous writer in St. Paul demanded cash, threatening to send the images and videos to the university, to porn sites, to social networking sites, and to the students' friends and families. I was unbelievably scared, the student said in an interview Thursday. Um, not too scared to take that dick on camera, but scared. What? The Star's Tribute agreed not to identify her because of alleged threats to her life. The woman said she considered the images personal and never considered that a stranger might see them, especially because she protected them with the password. She said she may have been naive because she grew up in a relatively safe uh, Fargo, North Dakota, and Wooster, Ohio. That's so, why she walked away from the laptop in the first place. Fellas, if, you, uh, if you're if you from Fargo, you probably know who this freak is. Pre-med, she go to Ohio State. Like They're giving all the clues. Right. Someone on Facebook right now, like, Sharon? Is that you? <laughs> I didn't know you. Why didn't you tell me you got down like this? <laughs> um, it shocked her that someone would reach out to her directly, she said. According to the FBI, the suspect sent her a menacing chat message. Are you trying to play me? The writer asked, demanded to know why she hadn't sent any money. Um, the woman replied, no, you're scaring me. And she spelled it all in internet speech, like N-O-O-U-R-E, scarying me. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the money. Don't post those pictures. I mean, yeah, she's a college student. Come on. Well, she's also pre-med, so that probably explains why doctors write like that when they do those prescriptions. <laughs> and they just scribble. Yeah. Penicillin yen. <laughs> the, the, the woman said she could scrape together only $400, but the tormentor demanded more. But you named yourself, I want $300. Yes, you're going above what he required. What a jerk. That's why he was fine. Yeah, yeah. He was, he went above and beyond his name. That's why he changed his name to Big Money YT. Okay. He's like, nah, I want more than 300 yeah, now. Yeah, big money. I was thinking small when I started that Gmail account. <laughs> why haven't you added me to your circles on Google Plus, bitch? <laughs> you promised. Uh, the trail eventually led federal investigators to Lattimore, who had been released from custody from the Minnesota Department of Corrections one week after the laptop disappeared. Wow. Lattimore 24 has convictions of, of burglaries and car thefts. Uh, they were looking at him in February in connection with a series of armed robberies, but it was a stolen Toyota that led authorities to Lattimore. St. Paul police found the missing vehicle March 8th and watched him take photos of it with a cell phone, then entered a line. <laughs> what? Why did he take photos of a a stolen vehicle with a cell phone? This dude was dumb as hell, man. Mm -hmm. Involved in some crazy But smart enough to crack her screen (laughs) safe. Like like all his Facebook pictures are just of crimes and shit. Like here's some weed I'm about to smoke. Right. Look at this car I stole. Like this picture. (laughs) <laughs> um Lattimore has cha- was charged with the legal possession of the gun. He's also um oh wait, I'm sorry. 
the I skipped the uh they uh they they found him uh with the missing vehicle March eighth and watched him take photos, blah blah blah, according to a warrant filed in the district court. Police arrested him there and they recovered a handgun from his pocket. Wow. He was charged with the legal possession of a gun. He also remains the subject of the St. Paul police investigation of a scheme in which stolen cars were sold on Craigslist. This nigga was a jack of all trades. Yes, yes, he was. According to the FBI, police took screenshots of the Metro State Library computer that Lattimore was using when he was arrested. It shows an exchange between the Ohio State student and Big Money T at gmail.com that appears to reflect an extortion ex- uh, attempt. Uh, I hope so. You he s- actually met her. He says, I hope you see the Facebook page I created. This is because you playing games. I want my money today or the strike to is your address book. And don't tell me you ain't wiring my money, bitch. (laughs) You're going to do what the fuck I say or I'm going to ruin your fucking life. One pick and a video at a time. <laughs> Damn, she must have had a lot. I mean, who, my thing is, who does he think he is? Nino Brown? He fed to realize we got technology. We can track you. Later right. that, right. Later that day, the FBI discovered 35 nude photos and a sex video of the student in Facebook uh, profile created pay me for silence and uh for those who don't know this might be the name of the episode wow. it's p-a-y-m-e is our first name and the last name of the facebook account is for silence f-o-r-s-i-l-e-n-c-e <laughs> pay me for silence <laughs> it's, that's good this is a creative ass thief man yes Facebook took down the profile within hours of being notified. <laughs> it's like, can you verify you paid me for silence? Um, let me look for my license. Um, a search of the apartment where he tur- where he lived turned up the missing laptop. Lattimore was indicted April third by a grand jury uh, on charges of being a felon in possession of a firearm, possessing a firearm in a school zone. Cause why not? <laughs> he was, extra he was like no i was just mad about trayvon martin if we're going down we're going all the way down yeah i was just mad about trayvon martin well that's a hate crime too damn it <laughs> yeah sometimes we just need to shut up and just take your punishment please <laughs> i was also gonna rape her oh why do i keep I telling you these is. things <laughs> um he's, he's being held without bail um, on that charge. Meanwhile, they're continuing to investigate him. Uh, the student says she learned a lot about computer security and personal privacy from her ordeal. She no longer keeps anything personal on her new laptop. She keeps a close eye on it and keeps it out of the public. Um, yeah, I just feel sad because I, I hate to see any woman driven away from recording her sexual exploits <laughs> that will later end up on the inter- uh, on the internet after her boyfriend is uh dumped by her so yep you're gonna see that on red tube yeah i'm pretty sure that someone's <laughs> gonna post that at some point and put a whole name and address in and shit because that's yep. what angry ex-boyfriends do man yeah this is a quick one for canada uh we only got two stories left um montreal there's a bar that's been told they cannot sell beer or alcohol unless they stop playing rap music that's the bar that's gonna close then. <laughs> that's wow. That is so racist. <laughs> they was like, Mm-mm, no rap. That's <laughs> fucked up. I, I, but you know, it's funny though. Like we went to, uh, then we go to a bar here sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a motorcycle bar. Yep. And they have on their jukebox. Yes. If you play, play rap, rap on this jukebox, we will turn this shit off. Yep. Wow. And it's the biggest day. Yeah. yeah. Like some people don't play that shit, but, uh, yeah. At least they honest about it. Right. You know that when you go there. Yep. Yes. <laughs> of course, the last story is the one thing we haven't talked about today, Karen. Sword ratchetness. Yes. 
uh, here at the Black Outtips, we do not support people for owning swords mm. and without, or at least we, we, we support legislation. Yeah, we support stronger legislation uh, as far as keeping track of these swords. Mm-hmm. Making be, people register for them. Yes, That's right. Need to be treated the same as guns. Yes, they do because they kill too. Yes. So a res- resident threatened with a sword during a burglary. An armed gang threatened the occupants of a Wirral house with a cutlass-style sword during a confrontation burglary. A confrontational burglary. At around 10.25 on Monday, five men entered the property. Um, they confronted residents before leaving with an undisclosed quantity of cash and a mobile phone. Although uninjured, the occupants have been left very shaken uh, following the incident. The men wanted by police are in their late teens or early 20s. Of proportionate build and with local accents. All five wore dark colored clothing. It's like some ninjas and shit. And had their faces, <laughs> and had their faces covered. So they were ninjas. Yes, they were. Um, one of them was wearing a gray charcoal tracksuit with the bottoms tucked into his black socks. The, inc- <laughs> the inquiries. <laughs> he, he was a trainee. That means they robbed a woman because only a woman noticed those details. Um, and inqu- inquiries are ongoing about a uh, CCTV is being, ex- is being examined from the scene. Um, detective Sergeant Mark Watson said, we are appealing to anyone who may have seen males acting suspiciously near to this address around this time to contact us with any information they may have. We are determined to catch those responsible for this offense. I would urge any members of the public with information regarding these, this incident to contact us. Um, high visibility patrols have been stepped up in the area following the incident. We will not tolerate this kind of crime on mercy side and urge anyone who may know these men to give information. So yeah, got sword ninjas on the loose. That shit is crazy. Damn. Mm-hmm. Folks losing their mind. So, all right, man. Well, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips uh, podcast. Our guests were Casey and Chris Lehman from the Black Is um, podcast. You can find yes. them on blackisonline.com. Facebook, Black Is Magazine. Go like them there. Please do, guys. Follow them on Twitter at Black Is Online. Uh, well, I guess kind of Casey on Twitter, but. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, they can be found on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, their, uh, their f- phone number for their voicemail is 323-455-4219. Uh, leave them a voicemail, guys. Let them know that you like their show, man. I think it's a very good show. It is. Um, Karen and I both love it. Um, and it's, uh, like I said, the round table of illustrious Negroes mm-hmm. always offers such yeah, great debate. Because as and, soon as y'all uh, get Skype, I, I want to join because I, I be sitting at my desk and I be, I know people think I'm crazy sometimes, but like, no, I disagree with you. No, this is how I should be. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they normally have, in all fairness, they normally have somebody that is, you know, shares my point of view or whatever. Yes. The, you know, and, which is cool. Yes, I'm like, mm hmm, honey child, tell him. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I be. Yeah. I'm like, good, get, yes. John doesn't know what he's talking about this time. It's like, <laughs> then like they change topics. I'll be like, John is right. Why won't y'all listen to him? You know? So it's great. It's great. It's good, man. Um, also check out sicklycat.com, um, birdpublicity.com. All this will be in the show notes. Um, and they're at sicklycatmag and at birdpublicity on Twitter. Um, and of course, you know, obviously you listen to the blackout tips, blackouttips.com. Um, don't forget, you know, donate to the show. Uh, don't forget you can, uh, go to the store. A lot of people are buying the safe shirts. Uh, yes. make sure you take your picture with your safe shirt, man. That's awesome that yes. people I, are I sending think, those I, in. I, I think a safe shirt is next on my list. Yeah. 
Um, that's always cool. Ma- and make sure you find some white people to take these pictures with. Yes. It's, it makes it even, <laughs> it's like an inside joke. They don't even know that it's funny. We do though. Yes. We s- send it to us and we'll all laugh like, ha 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 ha. Yes. Correct. You are safe. You are safe. <laughs> um, yeah. So make sure you guys are doing that. Of course, this is sponsored by the audio play bitches, uh, loves bitch. Um, I was say bitches love. I was like, no, I think that is, I think that is the name of a pornography film. Yes. Uh, but, uh, love by rainbows. Love's bitch by Shadow Dog Productions. Make sure you guys go to uh the site and search for a sponsor and um uh, go check that out, man. We really appreciate it. Always makes it look good whenever somebody can spend that dollar ninety nine or a dollar uh at Shadow Dog Productions, man. The sales keep them sponsoring us. Can't stress that enough. Um, of course. There's also Adam and Eve. Eve. Make sure you guys are using the code TBGWT. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Mm -hmm. Tell your mama. Tell your grandma. Tell everybody. They might be using that stuff. And, you know, you think that they're above it. But Brian Knight really let everybody know Mm -hmm. that uh, (laughs) it's a unifying theme throughout the society. Yes, guys. And also, don't forget, the podcast for movie reviews is back. You can find it on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, Google Plus, and all those other great places. It's Twitter handle is at spoiled movie pod yeah and um yeah oh i forgot and when adam and eve it's 50 percent off one item uh three free dvds mm-hmm. uh free central gift i can't tell you about and free shipping yes. so it's cheap as hell guys make sure you guys are doing that um and is there anything i left oh twitter i'm at rodimus prime i'm say that again that is in d-a-t and you can call the show 704-557-0186 talk to us live saturday mornings 10 a.m eastern standard time. time or around about then we've been moving it a little later since we start working out in the morning um and uh you can leave voicemails throughout the week and uh you can also email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com um and just as a quick heads up don't forget we're moving this weekend so we won't actually have a show saturday, saturday and sunday yeah. but you can still leave feedback and stuff you know we'll get back to it as soon as we get back on the air yes and also for those of you that go to the page please do and keep on signing up for the email update so when we change the show times and rearrange stuff around you will know yeah all right man well i think we covered it all um here um thank you very much for uh Coming and being on the show, guys. We really enjoyed you. Yeah, thanks thank for, you having, for us. having us. All right, man. And until next time, I love you. You too. Mwah. It's amazing. I'm the reason everybody fired up this evening. I'm exhausted, barely breathing, holding on to what I believe in.
gave up I'm the only thing I'm afraid of No matter what, you'll never take that from me It's amazing, so amazing, so amazing, so amazing, 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 it's amazing. Get you. I'm amazing.